No, it's going to be funny. Like you said, Koo's definitely going to be like, I'm just like, I told y'all. <laughs> no. Where are you at now? And we're just like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, maybe right. we, we should just maybe uh, not invite him next week. And then, or maybe <laughs> right? just wait yeah, till maybe. the season's over. Yeah. What? Are you scary and oh, called out, God. sir? Uh, yeah, it yeah, happens all man. the time. Who calls our BS out too much? I don't like that. I need more yes men. All right. Yeah. We can't have any opposing <laughs> conflicts. Like, what is this? Yeah. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Anime Izakaya Podcast, week 8 of the spring 2021 season. On this show, we'll be discussing the current season anime airing every week. I'm your host, David, and joining me today, we have Shren. Hello. And we, next, we have Justin. Hey, guys. All right. So, uh, not really anime news for this week, but I do want to discuss uh, real quick. Uh, we are going to have a format change for the podcast uh, after this season, so... So for the rest of the spring season, we're gonna finish it off like we normally do, just our weekly discussions, and then yep. then first week of summer we'll have an anime preview episode where we'll just give our thoughts on what we are interested in the summer season. But then instead of doing weekly discussions, we're gonna start doing we're gonna focus on one show per episode. So so in the summer we'll probably start off with like uh start talking about the spring shows that we were just talking about here, just like To Your Attorney and Tokyo Revengers and all that. So. That's that's the change that we're doing. We're gonna switch it up. Um, if you guys, we'll still do weekly discussions in our Discord server. So if you're still interested in that, uh, feel free join the server. We have we'll update the uh, the text channels of like all the different animes airing, changing every season. So keep out keep uh, look out for that. But also, yeah. if you do have like an anime request that we don't have there, just let us know and we'll add it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, so we're gonna change it up. Uh, so sorry to everyone who enjoyed the weekly format, but I think this change would be better for us overall. And yeah, so if you still look forward to weekly, just uh, uh, keep a look out for our Discord. So that's the best place to to uh, yeah. look out for it. Yes, and we can also we can make exceptions if the, the if it's a series that we're really excited about. Like we'll still plan to do weeklies for Mushoku Tensei, Mushoku Tensei <laughs> and Final Season AOT. We'll, we'll we'll definitely do weeklies for that. So if there's like a really popular one that people want to talk about, we'll we'll do weeklies for it. But in general, we're not gonna do weeklies for all the shows like we've been doing so far. So keep so an eye cut on the time of the podcast as well. Yeah. So so keep an eye out for that. We'll it'll be yeah. So so next season, summer season, we're gonna change the format. Um. So but rest is spring will uh you need to look forward to the weekly so with that being out of the way yeah. so let's let's move on to our main shows so let's talk about our first show uh megalobox i'm starting to think that the like i don't want to completely blame like the uh the the tech company on this i feel like it's also a part of ptsd uh that's also affecting it because I, I feel like because not, not like in this episode you know how they they're starting to focus more on the uh, I guess previous uh, soldiers who served before, but then were wanting to go back in. So I'm I'm wondering if like a part of it is more so with P- the PTSD aspect of it than actual the the tech part. I'm sure the tech doesn't help, but yeah, I mean it definitely seems like a accumulation of different factors. Apart from you know season one where it was like the main purpose was to kind of have this underhanded use of the technology with Norco and and, and their company. Um, Honestly, though, I I kind of expected a little bit more from from Yuriko. I feel like uh, she's still very much playing on the fence. You know, she even says that kind of verbally in this episode of like, you know, she's trying to do what she thinks is still best for their like family's business as well as, 
you know, her trying to morally still be okay with the decisions that she's making. Um, I find myself hating the um, <laughs> the glasses guy from the other company more and more, you know, yeah. as, as we see his interactions and kind of just like the little small jabs that he always does. Like when he leaves the meeting with Yoriko and he tells her like attendant, like, hey, make sure like those reports stay like nice and light or whatever it is. And <laughs> he's just a big like douche, honestly, where I feel like he he's kind of found himself in this like place of power. And now he's like, I'm not letting this shit go. Cause he's like never had power before. Like, he just wants to like look down on people with like his own vision of what, you know, should be done. Um, it all started with a stupid dance last episode. <laughs> yeah. Right. And this is awful <laughs> dancing. How could I forget about that? Um, but in terms of the entire episode, I felt like this episode was definitely more of like setup as well as like resolutions being made with uh with various characters um i really enjoyed getting to see the um kind of growing up of the kids from um the gym and everything uh especially the one girl character who's like basically taking over like the mechanic shop from the one guy and them kind of having that you know heartfelt moment with each other where the guy kind of admits you know he doesn't have much time left and he never thought like anybody would kind of come in to take you know his legacy of this shop and you know her stepping in there i think is is really great and um everything for like the other guy who has like his restaurant looks like you know that's all fully kind of repaired now and kind of back in business and not having any like thugs just kind of run in and, and do what they want um but yeah overall definitely looking forward to uh joe and mac having their uh their face off that they've set it up for um but it was definitely a nice transition from last week's you know very action filled episode i think i'm kind of uh i'm not as hyped as like i was with the first season with yuri just because i mean we kind of knew so much more about yuri going into it mm -hmm. and this guy just kind of feels like more like you're fighting the company almost in a sense and mac just happens to be a innocent bystander uh in yeah. this one it would be much uh, more, I, I think it was against like edison for sure yeah oh yeah, yeah. somehow I, <laughs> I mean maybe one day like like edison said you know he's gonna do his damnedest through uh physical therapy and everything to to get back in the ring but man like Dude, by the time he comes back like joe's gonna be anxious <laughs> yeah right i was just gonna say it's like yo man these characters don't have that much time anymore like wishful thinking for sure yeah. well i mean just say like, even like in a, in a normal like uh like you know athletes like lifespan for playing their individual sport that they are like, it's not that long as it is i'm sure like the like the the gear helps but you know only to like a certain extent right exactly uh, i did uh, uh i did get teared up from uh the kind of like uh, the like more of the backstory that we learned with uh Sachio and uh and uh pops with uh just kind of where I'm we got a little bit more insight with that i know i'm still like confused on Sachio's character like i don't understand like what to try and make us do with him because they're even saying this episode how Sachio felt like he he drove away Joe, so that's why he's like just acting all cold towards him. But it's like I don't know, I just, I don't understand why there's still that there's still like the tension between the two. It seems like it's all in yeah. his head, and then it seems like he's just making it worse than it has to be. It's not, and like every, right. so all the other kids right. are like are have that resolution, but then like Sachio mm. is just still doing it to himself basically so I, I don't understand what they're trying to do with Sachio. it's kind of like in, in a way i guess you know being a, a teenager and being kind of like in that rebellious sort of phase of you know what occurred in the past and everything it's i i'm sure it's hard for him to i guess in like a, a sense admit being wrong 
or like you know they even kind of had that flashback when when pops was still around and him saying like you know what joe is doing like he knows you know it may not be the best at the end of the day but it's him kind of like holding on to this concept of hope like keeping the lights on at the end of the day and so you know it is weird that now Sachio is just remembering that of like, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, uh, a complete ass to Joe and everybody. Maybe <laughs> I should kind of, you know, mend the the bridges with him. But I, I definitely get where you're coming for, David, where it's still kind of like this weird like, middle ground with him where it's like, yo, man, like everybody else has, you know, moved on like, and I'm, had the resolutions. Like, I'm trying to understand for him? <laughs> from his point of view. I'm trying to give him benefit for the doubt. And like the story's not giving me much to work with. It's like, man, each week, Kikachio just, just looks bad for you, man. It just looks like you're <laughs> just being a bitch. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I, I think a part of it was because like, they even mentioned like, you know, when Joe left, like he felt like he had to be like that almost like to he had to be like in place of Joe to kind of like, yeah. to, to fill that void. Because, I mean, I think if, if, like, let's say none of this actually happened, Joe was still there, uh, Satya would be working as a mechanic. I forgot who, which which recommendation he got. Because uh, it, That's from yeah, the boss, said, but oh, also ahead, the, the veteran, too. So Okay, yeah. So I, I, I still think, like, in the long run, I think that's probably what Satya was is going to do. Um, but, but I think that, that could be a part of it, like, why he's kind of, like, being it like being do as you, he is. uh do you think in like the final fight that they're setting up between mac and joe like satya will come back to be joe's like you know coach or our or side ringman i think so at the end of the day like he'll yeah. just show up and joe will have like that i, I guess like raise and i can actually i can actually see yuri being like the like the like this the initial coach and then you know satya kind of comes in later on at one mm-hmm. of the rounds at some point oh, that's or... interesting because i feel like yuri hasn't really Yuri's been a weird character, honestly. This, this season, season like, has he, yeah. he doesn't really do much. I feel like he's just there to just be like, "Oh God, I fucked up with Lou." <laughs> like, "Oh my God, this is my fault." But then he doesn't do anything. He just sits there and mopes around. Yeah, there's like, got to be a point. Season. There's got to be a turning right. point. You, you'd think. Hopefully. I hope so. Because I actually I like Yuri. I'll say too. The one thing about this, I didn't realize like the whole the whole like war aspect. I didn't realize like is the, like is that like part of the lore? Like, there's still this huge war going on or like they're sending soldiers like overseas and that's like i, don't, I think this is the first time i ever mentioned yeah like, yeah i can't remember much like war coverage from the first season the first yeah. season we, we had remembering we got the veteran but like i thought that was like a pass for but they, they made it sound like no there's still something going on in the world and, and then yeah. i guess that's, maybe that's why there's like maybe the, the whole like all like the other people that are just refugees maybe so mm-hmm. that's like like one part like, like that's like that's briefly mentioned with like it sounds so important to the lore right here yeah I don't, I don't mean to laugh about the war but talking about it made me remember like the whole like kind of build up that they've been having of like the typhoon coming and like everybody needing to like batten down the hatches and then you know this week's episode they had the scene where they're all trying to pull down the tarps to uh secure the the gym and then they just have like that very like dramatic part where like one of the um like latches flies loose and then joe like leaps nice. off the top of the building to grab it <laughs> yeah. and like i got like the you know emotional attachment to it but for whatever reason i couldn't help but laugh because you have like joe jumping off like all serious but then in the next scene he's already on the ground like it doesn't yeah. show him like uh, hitting the ground or like anything serious and i was just like i thought, I thought okay was, the other thing i thought was weird too is like the storybook like the whole like hummingbird nomad oh like, yeah that was a depressing story and you're reading this to your kid Dude, like, that's a terrible mm-hmm. kid's book. Yeah, that's what I was just like, oh, I love this. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, no, like, oh, it was like you, you're gonna tell your kids like, oh, the nomads, she's just gotta die. So, well, here's well, here's a lesson you <laughs> learn. I am glad to say it looks like you know Mac is realizing like the fear that his his child and those around him are having because I, I was definitely also kind of worried like when they showed Mac again and like at the home, 
I thought he was gonna like take his kid out. I so, kept yeah, thinking let's of that too. Read the, let's read the book and then have like another flashback and literally just like do some shit that's to, like you know to, to irreparable. Traumatized coup on another show. <laughs> well, I, well, I kept thinking like because uh, he had like that PTSD moment like during those noises, and I thought like during this typhoon or this storm, he's gonna be reading the book, and then all of a sudden flashbacks happen, and then yeah, you know, GG. But you know, <laughs> thankfully the, didn't happen. The family gets to live to see another day, so. Yeah. And of course, you know, the CEO is like, hey, I know you're all worried. Like, you got your goal and you're, and you're you think you're done, but I still need you. So, oh, that me. was that too, man. Like, just scumbag business tactics. Like, it's oh, your, we have your the same dream, right? Vision, right? Yeah, yeah your he's dream. doing it as an expense. He's just a pawn. Like, oh, man. Yeah. That's scumbag. But I really hope that man dies somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just gets thrown in jail for just heinous, you know business yeah, actions I, I, the way that the society runs i, I highly doubt it but i doubt it know. i mean look what happened to um yahiko and all them like nothing happened with what they did last season like it's big yep. business stuff they're just yeah. so powerful nothing's gonna happen but anyways in, in terms of the show you know still really great and excited to see you know where we kind of leave things off but i think they're very heavily drawing towards you know mac and rosario fight yep. and then there just being a final resolution with, and this uh, tech company. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So again, I always want to give a shout out every week to, to just to the show and the animation, just because it's so it's so original and unique. Like, I, and I doubt that we ever get anything like it. So it looks so nice. So I just gotta appreciate it now while we still have it. Yep. So I think that's gonna be it for Megalobox. Let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about Shadow House. Shadow's House. Sorry, Stren. Yes, All right, you got it. You got it. Okay. Um, what did you think of this week, David? I don't know. It's like trying to get it all in because, like, it seemed like a lot of things were happening, and I was trying to focus on yep. different things. Like, okay, like there's that one part where um, where uh, Ricky was like saying, "Oh, I should just push him here. No one will know." It's like you're not gonna do it. You're such a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna push. He's them. all talk, like no bite. <laughs> yeah. Um. I really, I guess just to take like things, events sequentially, um, I really enjoyed the interactions that we got to see between uh, Ricky and Lou, apart from what you just mentioned, David, of Ricky, you know, kind of still thinking these underhanded tactics of, you know, coming out on top and making sure that him and Patrick are the ones that win again, this debut. Again, um, the, the, the Malfoy comparisons with him saying, look at all these people. How am I not the most outstanding? I'm right. You know. It's all like, his all his inner monologues are are so great. Um, I really enjoyed Lou this episode. Um, you know her kind of uh, thought process of really honing in on the different like uh, soot emissions of the different royal shadow house members, and I don't think that's anything that we ever got to see before. You know the explanation that we got in today's yeah. episode. Um, but it is you know just more kind of background of these. Shadow Lords have, you know, different abilities, even though they're kind of all classified into the same shadow household. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely interested to see how that kind of further evolves. But oh man, I, I love the scene when um Lou and Luis get reunited. And in that moment, Lou, you know, starts to act as Luis's face again. And I forget oh, yeah. what exactly Ricky says, but Lou just gives like this ultimate look of disgust because Luis is like completely talking down to Ricky and, and Patrick, just saying like you know, they're never going to kind of amount to anything, but that just like the facial animations sometimes with like the level of emotion are just really yeah, great. It's like Lou, like this Lou and her, her shadow master. And then like, and Sean and John, they did basically the top tiers of the group for sure. Mm-hmm. So 
definitely. Um, and then the last thing with Lou that I loved was uh, the quick scene when uh, Lou was wearing the uh, the bag the over pain. her head and just looks like an absolute serial killer. And even Ricky's just like, what the hell are you doing? She's just like, oh, I just wanted to look more like you. And you're like, so the equipment that he picked for this test. Um, so that was that was a really good way to, to start off the episode this week. Um, the interactions between Amilico and Rum, um, I thought were just OK. Like, I felt like it was, again, just like them powering through through Amilico's just like over positive attitude when they I were, mean, you know, rushing through the soot maze. With I the, guess uh, like the I, didn't re- yeah. I didn't realize, like, I guess, yeah, the whole trouble she had with her master, like. Like, I mean, we knew that, like, oh, they didn't right. have much, but it's like, she was, like, she's so devastated saying how, like, she doesn't need me and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even know her master's name. Yeah. So. And, like, and, like, and like Rum wasn't even the name that she was given to, so... so uh, but it, it sounds like, it sounds like it's more of a miracle's version, where it seems like they just didn't communicate as much. I don't think, like, master doesn't, like, doesn't, like, hate her or anything, so we'll have to see mm-hmm. how that relationship turns out, but... Like, I just... But... I just don't see how they're they're not the ones that, that don't like that don't that they don't I feel like they're the ones After that just they do. Yeah, because like I don't see any any like redeeming qualities that, that they they shown during this tri- this trial. So we just yeah. need to see what like logic if they do pass, see what what are the criteria is is No and, uh, and I think that's a good uh, perfect segue into, you know, the final moments of this week's episode where we uh, get to learn more about Edward, but also Edward's fellow. I guess you would call them classmates because he mentioned um, his fellow. I think their like, names were Allie living, and Jer. Like, yeah, the, the, the other living, like, dolls. living dolls. Mm-hmm. And that they were in the same debut, like yeah. uh, tournament, and they were the only ones from their class that passed the debut. So um, it's definitely going to be interesting to learn more about their group, and you know, we did get to learn more about like the different tiered systems within uh the shadow manor um but that ending though when edward is just you know absolutely slaying it on the piano and then gets absolutely covered in soot like like, i I didn't know what to think of that like i was just like holy shit and how they uh blended it so well into like the ending credits was just really well done i thought at first it's like wait are they saying he's a shadow master everything like we know it's just the soot right like i'm like what is yeah what is going so, on? And also, just like him, I mean, I guess we knew like he was always power hungry and he wanted he wanted to rise up, but like kind of even more about how he wants, I guess, the third floor. And they still actually they still didn't show like that message that they the master sent to him. Like it was still in that that writing and they didn't translate it. Mm-hmm. So things see what they say. But but the two yeah. other the two other living dolls are saying like it shouldn't take this long. It sounds like this you know this is part of your doing. So again, mm-hmm. like is weird. It's Wondering what what his criteria are and what what he puts in this. Yeah, we're definitely getting a, a skewed view of the debut just because of Edward's uh, nature as an individual and what he's trying to strive for. Um, but again, I had no no real issues with this week's episode. Um, really happy with kind of the the character uh, improvement and evolution that we get to see, and then again, just learning more and more about this manner. That is very ominously just kind of situated in this world. So excited for more. Yeah, it seems like it's like setting up for like something big happening next episode. I guess that's going to be the conclusion of the debut. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would think. So we will see. We yep. shall see. Yeah. So let's we'll leave it at that. That'll be it for Shadow's House. Move on to our next show. So quick. Let's... 
Well, it's hard to talk about because, like, with three people, there's like, way more to talk about compared to two. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, move on to to your eternity. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember what happened. Uh, introduced to, I mean, so we already, oh, we already last, guy, yeah. last week <laughs> we were, we were kind of introduced to like the new, new character with the kid, which I mean, we're yeah. going to guess he's going to be the one next one that who turns into, that seems, that seems like the, the theme of the show. Damn. I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my like, God. I was, I, I was happy for him, you know, as we're first learning about him. He's got, you know, what we believe to be like a really great big brother. They're saving money for each other to you know, get out of their current kind of like manual labor, like role that they currently find themselves in this world. But then, you know, once things start going downhill, once he, uh, you know, has the interaction with this girl that he's just really been fonding over and she just completely ignores him <laughs> when he returns the pet. Um, that's when you knew like, okay, this guy's, this guy's not a, not a winner by any means. Like he has good intentions and then right after that, you know, the brother goes off and steals the money and leaves kind of just a BS note of like, oh, hey, like, I'm taking this money to go on my own adventure. Like, I'll come back. And it's just like, this guy sure, ain't coming back. Sure. Like, the world sucks, man. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Were, were any of you guys expecting, you know, what happens with the, the logs and everything? Well, I, one, I didn't expect him to survive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was one where I thought, like, you know, it's a GG for this guy. Uh, and this is right after he basically gets like a ring that what it sounds like uh, he'd be able to live off for quite a while. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I mean, like <laughs> I figured he was gonna be the guy in the mask, so I figured like, like once the logs are running, oh here it comes. Here's where like his his face gets like fucked up. Mm. I, I really didn't expect the log to land like that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's definitely a a unique approach to a very brutal brutal body like dysmorphia. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that he now finds himself in. Um, let's see. Um, also, like the dude, the old guy, like because like the the lady yeah, was saying how like he's supposed to be like he's supposed to be like this super genius, but he's just he's just making beer or a brewery or distiller. Yeah, no, so it seems like, like he's drunk himself, just like with his so drunk ramblings. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so like so did they they still don't even know what to do with who, and so mm -hmm. he's just kind of there. But yeah, well, it's yeah. kind of random too. Where like I kind of like wonder what 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 the old guy did with that guy's face because I mean he obviously is more than just like a brewer. Because I mean, he's able. He was able to somehow bring that guy back. Oh yeah, I guess even I though about that like it was like minor, but, yeah. but he did make it sound like it was like minor injuries. I'm like, motherfucker, how are you gonna have minor injuries with a giant log laying right like on your face slash like basically just like crushing your head? Um, but I wonder if he'll ever show his face. Do you feel at some uh, point there'll be like some revelation where he'll just be like, "All right, I don't need the mask anymore." And uh, then we just get to see. I could see it maybe being like towards like the end, like let's say, because if this does follow like the same sort of uh, pattern where we know about, we find out about, about this guy, we learn his story, and then they kill him off. Uh, like as he's dying, then that's when he'll like remove one of those things. Yeah. yeah. Or let's say like uh, if they never show the face, but you know, Fu sees it uh, or Fushi sees it, and then at some mm -hmm. point he trans he uh, um, turns into turns into Goo him. Goo. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. I was not expecting oh this guy's God. name to be Gugu. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting reveal for the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess fitting in the the world that we find ourselves in of kind of like a a Native American esque like landscape with some like royalty now with the you know the girl 
that got introduced in this week's episode. She seems to come from a more affluent family, obviously. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I felt bad too. Like when the girl comes into the store and, and Goo Goo's, you know, all excited to, you know, help <laughs> oh, her get yeah. what she needs. Hey, and then she sees, she hey. sees Fushi and she's like, oh, who's girls, that? Girls like older guys, like, all right? <laughs> oh, man. Older guys that have, you know, the brain of a, uh, like, <laughs> or like a five-year-old <laughs> i'm i'm also kind of uh like nervous to see what's in gugu's stomach because he does actually mention like oh his like stomach's like almost like protruding out um i also don't know if you guys did you guys see the uh like the was there something at like at the end credits they're kind of like there was i don't i don't remember it okay they they make it sound like something's like like something else is inside of him unless like uh i don't i didn't catch that i just thought he was doing like doing the pull-ups and then they're all laughing and then it it just was that was just the song and i think that's that was just it okay it just seems really weird because at one point he just mentions like oh man like my stomach is sticking out and i just kind of thought that was a weird thing to just say uh i I thought maybe that was gonna be maybe it was like a um it was kind of like make, making it sound like it was a time skip that happened and maybe somehow he gained weight while he was in, unconscious uh or that whatever long ago, so i don't i don't know yeah, that's the thing I, uh, I have no idea what the time the timing of this show i is, think there but... would definitely be some type of ability that he potentially taps into um i mean I th- I, with last week you know we saw that there are other beings in this world from other quote-unquote potential gods that have a different plan for where they're trying to drive things and maybe you know gugu now being with fushi he'll get some mm-hmm. sort of power um again i'm probably just trying to grip off things that we see like kind of spoilering in the, the uh the intro in the yeah, opening like, we haven't seen like any magic at all yet even though like it's in the opening so i don't know yeah. how to go so, so that's it. what makes me think like there's gonna be just some drop of magic and hopefully <laughs> you know they have a good reason for it um but that'll all be things to see. But um, yeah. you know, good to get more characters in the mix again. Uh, I don't know. Like, Hopefully, this, some characters will survive. This this arc, right. I don't know. Like, I wasn't really not. I wasn't as excited as I was for the guess the first two. So maybe later episodes will change my mind. But it seems like I don't know. It seems much more. It doesn't seem like much more much of a tension going on with like these characters. Like, I don't see like any any like any danger that they're in but maybe again we'll we'll see that change yeah i mean if anything i remember uh ulysses was actually had some updates in the discord this week for tier eternity where he just caught up on both the anime and the manga and he says it's in his words so damn good or damn it's so good so <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm riding the waves of you know all the love for this series and i think last week i was saying like man i just really want to go forward and just read the manga but i'll, I'll continue to restrain myself with how good people have competed to say it <laughs> yeah. will be so yeah yeah maybe, maybe i'll get more emotional attachment to to gugu later in this arc so we'll yeah. see if he, if he lasts longer than two yeah, hopefully yeah he lasts we'll longer than uh you know rest in peace march but <laughs> i mean march yeah. was like yeah. four or five episodes so she's over, that's so that's true, she's, that's true. While. she's pretty long running true 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I but think... i'm interested in this arc I mean, but like you said david not as much as but i still i still want to know Mm-hmm. It's also so so creepy here, food talk, but I guess I'll have yeah, to get used to it's it. Being, becoming more normal. Yeah, he's getting used to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least he's actually talking. <laughs> I guess. Alright, so that's gonna be it for this week's episode. Uh let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about uh uh Moriarty the Patriots. 
Oh man, I, I, I really wish, wish we had Taylor here. I wish we had tonight, Taylor here because my, my God, I, fucking Lelouch, I, I guess again, or we just we just Lelouch this this episode. Pretty much. Um, although you know it, it is like very synonymous with Lelouch and things that they carried out there and, and those kind of tropes. Like I found myself liking this episode a lot. Like I'm really excited for the upcoming kind of showdown between uh charles milverton who's you know taking on this fake moniker as the lord of crime and you know um moriarty coming in and, and you know reestablishing himself as the true lord of crime and how they both serve a purpose of evil where milverton is pure evil and moriarty is more evil for oh, yeah. a reason i am get, like, e- i am society. evil itself yeah right that line. um and i love the imagery with like uh adam and eve and everything where um when adam you know returns to his home to find his maid brutally murdered his like uh other buddy and then you know obviously the most impactful his younger brother and he's you know having these inner monologue struggles of like resisting from killing the guy who is basically blackmailed yeah. as charles milverton is yeah, the I perfect got, person I to do that like faded during that scene like when he threw it down on the floor it's like okay on the floor and then <laughs> and then all of a sudden immediately he just, just picks up and picks it up it's like oh like what the hell like that caught Dude, me off so much brutal and and like just even to add more weight to the brutality like you know the next few scenes after when we see adam go and meet uh the moriarty's and he still has like the dried blood <laughs> like all over the side of his face and on his hands like man like what a great use of just you know visual kind of weight to everything yeah. um so i mean so i i, I understand how devastated and traumatized he is seeing his whole family killed I kind of wish like he didn't like do that do that like like do give in to like just be the martyr killing. for Moriarty. Just I mean just because like because like I don't know it just seems like that it seems like this is like not not the easy way but it seems like this is of course the way that he would go like he'd be so he's so devastated that he of course he wants to kill the guy who murdered all his family but then like I don't know I feel like if his character would be so much stronger if he like, if he moved on despite despite this happening to him. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in that regard, but I think it goes back to the thing that we were saying either last week or the week before, where it's like, we're kind of getting too many characters introduced into what should just be, you know, Moriarty and Sherlock as, like, the main focus, so I'm kind of okay with them quickly yeah. riding out uh, Whiteley. Yeah, so. I'm not, not saying that's I'm not, not mad or anything about that, but just, like, I was kind of hoping it'd go the other way, but I think this way is fine, too, like, because the setup with, with, uh, with, with uh, Moriarty and just, like, having again having the lelouch moment like i think that was really good so yeah um but yeah otherwise great great visual stuff a lot of impact really good character insight into charles milverton you know we'd always just kind of seen bits and pieces but this is really the episode that i think he really solidified that he is just a complete dick and will do whatever he can to you know get to this world of chaos that he's trying to envision and just continue to be the uh the lord of blackmail as he calls himself well i, I do like to how they also interfered with fred because then because he, mm-hmm. he does know that more he's behind he's finding the, the scenes too so now it's like now it sounds like we're finally getting an actual threat like this is a guy who knows what's going on so yeah both have like, equal level of intel essentially yeah so hopefully now there's actually more of the tension so just just more just cleaning up everything like he always does agreed agreed yeah. so 
It'll be interesting. Do you think they'll now like bring Sherlock into the mix, or do you think this is very like directly going to be just like Moriarty and their crew versus Milverton? I don't know. It seems like it seems like Moriarty wants to keep he wants to keep Sherlock like like away from his business. But I I mm-hmm. actually I, I do think that Sherlock is gonna get involved with with uh, Milverton. It seems like like you know, that's the way it's gotta go. Like he'll have to eventually confront Milverton. Yeah. The, and then I think he'll know about the the lore of crime stuff happening too. So I think it's like those are gonna like intersect, but I don't think he's gonna know about the connection to Moriarty. I think okay. it's just like I was I was trying to think too, like when um Moriarty goes and kills uh Whiteley and then like zip lines to the roof and announces himself as the Lord of Crime, can they see that it is like one of the Moriarty brothers I don't or know. no? It seems it seems obvious. Yeah, because I was just I trying don't... to see like did he fully like announce himself or was it just kinda like, oh he announced himself but they couldn't obviously see like his face or anything. I, th- I think they would have made a bigger deal him. if it was him. Because they yeah, know because right? you know they okay. know he's a noble, so I think I think I think I would assume that they don't know it's him, even though he mm-hmm. didn't fucking cover his face or change mm-hmm. his voice or anything. So we have to go by the anime logic for now, but yeah, he didn't take a, a book out of a like Gundam series where he could have worn like a char like as novel mask. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm continuing to really enjoy the show. Um, again, it's gone really far away from Sherlock and Moriarty, which is unfortunate. But damn, like they do a pretty yeah. good job with, you know, some of these other uh, I think opposing factions. This arc was very focused, such a, or at least the two episodes was very focused on Whiteley and Moriarty's already family so i i like that aspect so and it's a nice introduction it's more nice like more development for milverton too so right yeah so like we said at the beginning definitely we'll be interested to see what what taylor thinks if she shares you know similar sentiments as both of you david or if she had like a completely opposite approach to to what they're trying to do with (laughs) you know the establishment of all these characters so we will have to wait and see for her return Uh, I'm guessing it's just gonna be the showdown of Milverton for us this season. So, yeah, that would make most sense. Yeah. So that's gonna be it for uh, for Moriarty for this week. Let's move on to our next show. Talk about '86, and I'm curious. I'm really curious about your thoughts for this week '86 for a lot of different reasons. So I want to see. I want to hear Justin's opinions first. Yeah, that's um... fine. I I really enjoyed this episode. Um, first and foremost, for the scene that we got between um, Lena and Annette and her, <laughs> you know, having the big reveal of where the uh, para raid technology comes from. Um, but I I also really solidified my hate for Annette in this week's episode, just because you know how she tried to put the blame on Lena for her actions and saying that you know she's the same as her when it's like. No, you're not really the same. Like, you know, you're even trying to further, uh, like, justify things based on, you know, like, what the father was doing as a result of Annette's actions. So I feel like, if anything, um, and we'll get kind of later to the point of the final scenes with um, Shin and the older brother, I feel like Annette is kind of similar to the older brother where, you know, they are realizing how shitty kind of this environment is of the relationship between uh the republic and the 86 and annette is doing nothing but just looking for scapegoats to justify her actions and ultimately just solidifies her being 
a piece of shit. Like, oh. you know, <laughs> she did nothing to change anything. There are a lot of things that she could have did differently, but she was just like, nope, I'm just going to be a product of my environment. And, oh, Lena, you're trying to do something different and have, you know, hope in this world. Well, fuck you. You know, you're you're just as bad. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, bitch, like, you know, fuck you. Get, get out of the show. Yeah. Let's let's get back to Lena in, in the 86. Like we hated like every episode anyway because those st- just those stupid fucking back and forth conversations. It's just like why are you still talking to her? <laughs> there's like it's, there's nothing positive. It's just even worse too of her like trying to be so positive like all the episodes before and like all these things and then it's like you know you just have this bomb dropped here and it's just like it really just like shows how disingenuous she really is. Oh yeah. Um. So that was that was one thing. Um. The other portion. Um that I really enjoyed from this week was Lena's interaction with her uncle, um, where, you know, she is again, playing with the uncle to help, you know, pull the spearhead unit out of this suicide mission and how it, you know, completely goes against what the Republic is trying to tout as, you know, their five different kind of moral based ideologies. But then, you know, the uncle is just like, yeah, you know, that's just all a lie. We're just trying to, you know, save face at the end of the day. So the only way that we can really save face for the atrocities that we've done is wipe out all of the 86 and act like they never existed. And it's just like, man, like I can't help but think more and more of kind of almost like a, a Nazi esque regime that really is going on here in, in the Republic. So, um, that this, this whole episode just really sucked for Lana as I think about it. Like, you know, she's 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 getting, you know, blocked and blocked time and time again. But I feel like this was the first time where it's just really like, hey, like, don't go down these paths anymore. Like, there is nothing there. <laughs> so hopefully she learns from that and stops going to the, the stupid uncle um, well, and the chick, too. Like, yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the 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 end was I felt very impactful seeing the relationship again with the brother and Shin and, you know, seeing that really it was Shin's brother losing kind of a, a grasp on reality where not only had the parents, you know, wanted to go and fight to help protect their children, but now, you know, the brother is getting dragged in and he's so frustrated with himself and blames himself for the parents' death and tries to use Shin as a scapegoat, but only because, you know, he didn't fulfill what he thought should be like the knight in shining armor that a big brother should be. Right. So a yeah. lot of uh, emotional weight to this week's episode that I felt like was actually meaningful versus like just, you know, some of they. I know they tried to do that with like the 86 scenes and like them showing like the cafeteria and being all yeah. filled. But again, like we never saw enough of these characters yeah, to really care. I, I actually have a comment on that because like, I, I think like a lot of like the episodes where they were trying to go for like the like the tear jerking episodes, you know, when they would just like die, but we, we, we'd get like maybe a flashback of like maybe 30 seconds or a minute of their life. And like, that's about it. And so I, I just kind of felt like, you know, just their, their, their deaths really had like no impact whatsoever. Like we've really know nobody like besides Shin. So it's just like showing them like all together. It's just like, okay, as long as Shin survives, I was like, I, I think I can deal with the show. <laughs> but then, you know, if, if Shin's gone, it's or basically if like everybody does get wiped out and like they do start like an entire new platoon, then it's just like, okay, I think I've watched enough of the show and then I'll, I'll uh, just uh, exit. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's like, I guess I felt more of it because like there's the last five of the 86. I feel like these are like, the core of the group. So having them be the last survivors hit me harder. So. But otherwise, like, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this episode. I was curious to see what, what, whatever the thoughts, because it seems like 
like this week with Lynette and the uncles, he was like, Cause I know we criticize a lot for them saying the same things over and over every week. But yeah, it seems like this week, like it really hit hit hard, like the message that they're trying to push. Like, so. yeah, it, it revealed like it, more. It definitely helped. It seems like it all came together this week. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, obviously the final scenes, too, of the, the brother, you know, kind of coming, quote unquote, back to life as he reawakens in the uh, the robot uh, tank and him being like, all right, Shin, you know, now we can have our reunion. So I- I'm definitely hyped to see how things go there. And then um, I guess if I had to think what would happen next, I imagine now that Lana, you know, in this week's episode, I just find out that, you know, her closest friend and really never was her friend and her uncle is a piece of shit like I imagine she's just now going to go out to the battlefield um, so, because yeah, I think they had bad. they had mentioned something where someone I can't remember if it was Shin or who told her like oh go to this location and like anybody oh, who survives like Shin that Shin. was it Shin right yeah I was telling her to go to like some I think the eastern border or whatever yeah but so yeah. that's what I would have to guess like the end of this volume will be whatever the aftermath is between Shin and the brother and then Lena going out and meeting with the survivors of the 86. Um, but the only other thing randomly that just came to my mind was, um, are all the mechanics, like the old man and stuff that, you know, was having kind of their final send off. Are they all citizens of the Republic or are they 86 as well? Cause I was I think, kind of confused, like yeah, how think, they lived yeah. so long. I think in a I, sense, they're part of 86 just because they have different color hair. <laughs> That's why I yeah, assume, right? too. But, but then I was like... confused. It was like, why were they not sent to their death then when the uncle is literally like, yeah, we need to kill all the 86 so nobody I... can tell like how it really is. I wonder if there's assuming that like once like the last remaining troops of the 86 get wiped out, then like the legions will just move forward. Overrun and them and overrun kill them. the base. And then, then like the, okay. the maintenance staff will be wiped out too. But yeah, I was, I was confused that too, Justin. Like, I, I totally get what you're talking about because, like, they're especially like the, the one talking to all the kids. He's so much older. And then I was thinking, wait, how are you, yeah. like, this alive, like, and, you know, this old, <laughs> like, when everyone else is supposedly getting wiped out? So, exactly. I totally get what you're talking about. Um, yeah. I can uh, also see him being somebody that's, like, actually employed by the Republic, but, you know, he's been there for so long that he's actually gets, like, attachment with these platoons. Right, and they're just, like, in the Republic's pocket, so they know, like, oh, we'll just execute them at any time. Like, it's not really a big deal. Um, They don't pose as much of a threat, I guess, as, like, a younger youth from the 86 would. Um, Last thing I'll say, too, is uh, I really enjoyed the the scene when they were preparing like all their final units and then like the little robot was getting like all the compliments right. and he had like the little like you know emotions of happiness and stuff i thought that was really cute yeah. um so i it's, i enjoy the small things so that was just one thing that stuck in my mind but man yeah. um definitely interested to see where things go next and you know david as we were saying earlier as one of you know the viewers said like the fact that they're only still on the first the front, yeah volume yeah. is crazy shout out to ayush yeah he pointed out that like they're still because i know like he's been saying in the comments that like they're adapting this faithfully but i thought usually like light novels like uh shows they do like three or four volumes in one season and we're still in the first one which is so crazy to think that like it's going this much into just one volume no exactly Deep dive. Also, like i thought we were already be like on volume two or three by now we're still in the first one so that's that is crazy. We're in for the long haul, boys. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. that'll be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'll still give shouts to the ending, like, where they do, because we're, uh, you know, like the whiteboard, they show the picture, and then they show the ending credits of that. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been doing it every yeah. episode, so I just want to give a shout out to that. I love it. I've been listening yeah. to the ending song specifically for this series, like, a shit ton. One, because I love Swano, but 
man, this song just really hits. <laughs> so good yeah, stuff. So so again, even though I know like we precise the story, but I'll I'll give shout outs to the directing, like everyone else has been giving praise for. So shout out to the directing and yep. all that. I got a mouse. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be it for eighty six for this week. Let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about I guess I'll be talking just talk about Nagatoro san real quick. Um yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm caught up oh. by the way. Oh, you're caught uh, up too, Strain. Okay, yeah, well, I'm caught we'll, up. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it real quick. Yes, uh, episodes like I, I felt like episode seven was my favorite. I thought it was definitely it kept trending upwards. It hit seven. This one was kind of a uh, uh, downwards uh, a little bit. It wasn't as it impactful had, uh, as last week's. Whereas like last week we had yeah. like the main character, which again this, the senpai's name that we still don't know, so we have to call, yeah. call him senpai. But he actually had character relevant last season last week. Or is this one is just like it's just whatever. Coming back to like what the show was kind There's of more, towards more, the beginning. <laughs> more comedy focus, I guess. Like him, the scenarios of like him like thinking he's got to a grade, and then and then yep. doing the strength training with her sitting on top. Yep. The, and... the, the the whole like the great thing I actually kind of thought was was uh was funny, where when basically when Nagatoro was just like, okay, so you really don't want to be in my grade this bad, then, huh? When you basically like show like all of his grades, they're like, they're like high seventies, eighties, and I think like make close to the ninety, and then she just was like offended in a sense. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, there was another oh, god. There was a part that I already completely forgot. Um, that I thought like okay, this is a little too much. Um, and, uh, the ending where like where uh, she accidentally turned on the video while she was taking a bath. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be the part where uh, where I was just like, well, okay. We'll continue. Because like, because like, yeah, he was giving her. They're playing. There's before that they were um doing rock paper scissors, and he had to give her the piggyback ride, and she was following, and she, he accidentally grabbed her to her, her thighs too too far. Oh and yeah. Then, okay. And then it's a bad toss. It's like that part. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, kind of, I thought it was funny how pissed off she was too when she lost rock paper scissors the first time. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. No, but, but there I was mean, really no development. It was basically yeah. just kind of the same thing where it's more, um, they, they try just... to do more of the comedy stuff, but yeah, but I agree with you too, Strand. I like last week's episode much better because character development with with just the two of them. Yeah, the sliver but... scene was actually pretty funny too. I, I like I, I always like uh for some reason like those scenes where they they're talk where they're talking behind like a door or some something you can't see oh. and it sounds like it's something else, but it actually you know obviously yeah, isn't. The, the, uh, like the, those scenes, I think are always pull up pretty well. <laughs> the debates, the bamboozles. Yep, I that know, was I pretty just, good. I, I see them so much in these comedies, so like I'm just used to it by now. Yep, yep. same thing where debate, like you're in the bathtub or a shower or something, and then oh, yep, hit the video, and then <laughs> uh, you know here we are. But yeah. I mean, I'm gonna finish it. I actually, I, surprisingly, I like this show more than I thought I was going to. Thank God it didn't stay with the the, the tone of the first episode because I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, yeah, Nagataro definitely got way better. So. Yep. Yep. So I will finish it to the end. So, oh, and yeah, so still, still a meme show. Like, I, uh, I don't know how popular, but I know like like people still like posting like like pictures of Nagataro everywhere. So, still like the meme show this season. Yep. So. So that'll be just it for Nagatoro san. Let's move on to our next show. Let's talk about Hige Hero. Hmm. <laughs> and, and your, your favorite character, the coworker, who's back, Shred. Oh my god. Dude, not like the coworker. Uh, I'm um, just joking. Yeah. 
Oh, Mimishima. <laughs> just because. Oh, oh, Yuzuha. Like the, yeah. the, the, the breakdown she had this week. <laughs> Dude, this fucking bitch is just like she's uh, she's so scary. The only purpose she serves is to yeah. like act like she's helping, you know, Sayu, but secretly just continuing to be frustrated with, you know. Her, yeah. her lack of uh, love being sent back from Yoshida. <laughs> he never looks at me this that way. And then he, he even invites her. It's like, nah, I'm going to just stay, stay here and I hang out by myself and uh, sing some more songs. It's like, man. oh my god. Talk, talk, talk about low point, man. Just break down crying by yourself in a karaoke <laughs> karaoke right. place. Yeah. Or a girl Which... that, he's not, that he's not even like not even in love with. She doesn't like, even know him. I mean, <laughs> maybe just if, she, if she went about things differently, like this scene, I would feel for her a little bit more. But, you know, as we but, said, week over week, like yeah. everything well, is just her being so selfish and, she, and so yeah. self-centered that she just keeps calling everybody out of everything. It's like, bitch, just calm down. Damn. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like move, move on. Like you're in Japan. Like there's other dudes <laughs> out there. All right. Like you're in one of the most populated places in the world. Like figure it out. <laughs> God, it's just like every single like she's just like confronting them. And it's just like Jesus, like you know, like let's because we, I know, like uh, we've we've talked about how like nobody ever talks about like these situations or their feelings, and this bitch is going like a little bit more, like a little bit too much, uh, <laughs> that she does not yeah. need to be going like this hard on it. Well, uh, and then uh, I just say to Justin, like, yeah, you, you say like you, to have um for Mishima to like to move on because the other guys, same thing with Yoshida. It's like. These, these shows keep making like there's only three choices to pick from. It's like Yoshida. Yeah, you have more, more, you have more choices too. You don't have to take sick of Goto and right yeah, or anything. So I guess then we wouldn't get our, our lovely love triangles and, and oh, all yeah. those things that you know we come to love from these type of series. The best. Um, but I'll go ahead, Sren. No, I was just gonna say in the in a Discord I just talked about how Yuzuha Yuzuha's he she's basically become like the female version of uh uh, Kazuya from Rent a Girlfriend for me. Like I just hate her so much. Mm. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if she's that bad, but <laughs> she's bad. It de- but she- it's definitely funny to see Yuzuha kind of become the most kind of. Uh, I guess I don't want to say like hated, but you know, just you, you don't have much feelings for her. Whereas like before in the beginning of the season, yeah. like you know, I would have thought that uh, Goto, you know, was the one that we were just like, man, like this bitch, like I hate her. And now you know the balances have kind of shifted there, so. It, yeah, it was, it's definitely an interesting see thing to see. Well, it usually even, it's like, like early on. Usually she's like uh, the one that you'd yeah. feel bad for because she's the one that's supposed to lose. But in here it's like, no, you did this to yourself. So you need to right? lose now. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I, I remember it was like what the first two episodes I was like, damn, but she's like the Iroha of Snafu. And then I was just and then this last episode I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I ever made that comparison. <laughs> she's just I, I not, nowhere near that words level. Indeed. My God. Yeah. Yeah, because right? she seemed like she seemed like, damn, this is gonna be a good character. And it went down so quick. She definitely is is up there for the characters that were able to flip the feelings for, you yes. know, in such a short amount Very of time. Quick. Very um, quick. But then, yeah, the transfer next to uh, kind of Sayu and Yoshida's um, interactions this episode. Uh, Man, you really had to hold hands the whole time? Like, come on. Yeah, Good. it's such like a... It makes sense for, like, high school, you know, couples. But for a guy like Yoshida, who we learned, you know, last week has had girlfriends in the past, like, to your point, it, it just felt, like, really corny and just, like, really downplaying, like, Yoshida's kind of, I guess, life experience, where it's, like, it's almost like, okay, you're just acting as a child, even though you're, like, a 24-year-old man who... The whole thing is, like, oh, you, you know, you grow facial hair and, you know, you shave and all these things. It's just, like... <laughs> Uh, I don't is know. That... I I didn't feel much in that interaction. I thought I was like, okay, like this is kind of cute, I guess, in the sense of like both of you are starting to 
have romantic feelings for one another and, and Yoshida kind of realizing like how much he's also relying on Sayu in this relationship that they've, you know, formed. So, which is, a, uh, which is a, wait, wait, it like, it like defeats the purpose of a couple episodes back where they had that, like that was like a, uh, that resolution where they were just basically going to like, you know, live together. They're, they're even mentions like, Oh, now I felt like we can, we were finally living, like, you know, living together as like, in a sense as like, uh, you know, friends or, Whatever you wanted to call it at that point, and then immediately, like the next episode, there was like more sexual tension. You like immediately, and I thought, like, what the fuck was the point of like that, all that resolution in the previous plus, episode? Like, they made it sound like he was gonna like res- resolve him and Goto too. So it's like now it just yeah. feels like the authors like forcing things. Like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they've definitely done that. And then, then we have their her fucking brother just showing up. Yeah, at, at that house part, now. Like, I'm, I'm not surprised just because like he's been around the last couple episodes, so I'm not surprised that yeah. it happened. But creeper. Well, it's kind of like I was saying. I think last week too is like if this guy's from you know an affluent family, has a chauffeur and all these other damn things, is like he could have just showed up to Yoshida's place <laughs> in the first place. Like he obviously has a network that could have figured that out. Like, yeah, he that's just true. Been, you know, showing up to the convenience store every day and like I don't know. I just kind of write that as like a little bit of poor writing. Like maybe they were trying to make it yeah. more impactful in a way um but the only other thing too to like the writing of the series where um you know with the festival and everything especially at the end when um yoshida realizes like sayu's not there and all she did was like go and throw the trash away but he was just like so fixated on kind of the relationship and freaking out and stuff and then literally when they get back he's just like oh man like i think you should go back to school sayu and it's just like, wait, so you want her, but then you're telling her, you know, to go back. It's just like a weird, like, mixed messages thing. It's like, you right. want to have your cake and eat it, too, in a weird way. So, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's like this whole, yeah. like, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. Like, I mean, I, I man, like, I, I know I was doing, but I just feel like it's the, the author just, like, interfering with, like, like he's basically treated her like a little sister this whole time, so just keep keep doing that, and he would've been fine. But the author just had to make like, just made all the sexual tension, just create the drama, just get people all excited and riled up. So, and they and they cut the part out that actually that we that we learned in like through the Discord messages that they cut out like the the arc that actually sounded like it could have been really good because I actually w- w- would like to know more of like Yoshida's backstory because we yeah they cut out we the don't really know too much of the guy yeah but I mean. The thing, well, I mean, it's, it's it's five novels, or the fifth novel is coming out soon, and oh, I wow. can't, and and like I think that's the last one, so I can't imagine. It, so it's it's hard fitting like five novels into one season. So I mean, that's why they cut it out. So, yeah. but I, I do think to Stratton's point, if anything, you know, maybe we would have seen more of, of how Yoshida acts in relationships, and yeah. if that relationship that he had with this other girl was, you know, his last relationship, maybe we would learn more of like why he's so afraid to let sayu go like during those scenes during the festival maybe that would have been like more of a better connection but yeah because yeah, we really don't know much about yoshida besides you know he's i mean for me it's like and... i still need to know more about sayu which i assume we're gonna get yeah know, right that's, I, I, that's I, gotta I, be next episode right i just feel, like, i hope so because if we don't it's like hey clock's ticking like, here. I, like, I, like I feel like like we or at least i understand like his yoshida's character mostly so like that's why we're so in the background of Sayu. So, and I just feel like she's just the main character of the show. So, like, so I don't really mind that they cut out like Yoshio to finish all the rest for the season. But I just I really need like a good development for Sayu. We have five episodes left, so we we, we still have okay. a decent. So that's good. Because yep. again, yep. like we have because like, five volumes is a lot to adapt for a single season. So, so I don't mind. You think they're all trying out. to? 
Do you think they're trying to fit everything in those five that light novels on? I can't imagine like you, think... you have a because you only have five. Like you got the majority of it done in one season, so I can't imagine you would do like unless you do like web episodes again. But I imagine they mm-hmm. want to do just like regular like TV broadcasts and not have to deal with like three web episodes. I suppose. Unless maybe, I maybe 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 the maybe the ex girlfriend part would be part of an OVA or something. So. Um, I'm hoping this like this shit with her brother at least gets resolved in one episode, so we have time for other stuff. I, I think just don't really. No, I think I think it's gonna uh, like you can have a flashback to Sayu's Sayu's past, and then at the end of that, it's gonna be her having to go with her brother, and then it's gonna be Yosha to get her back and all that. So fun stuff, fun stuff. So, that's what I think, anyways. Yeah, I got nothing else. Yep, I'm all good. All right, so so that's gonna be it for Hige Hero. Move on to our next show. Let's talk about Vivi. Yeah, I thought this episode was actually really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're back this on the cliffhangers. This is probably my favorite episode this week. Oh, really? Yeah, I liked do it a you, lot. Do you want to start this off? Um, okay. Um, I definitely did not see, you know, and not that we would, but uh, when they dropped the fact that Matsumoto was the kid, <laughs> yep. Yep. I was just like, holy <laughs> shit, like, this is... You know, I was just there, just clapping. I'm like, damn, like this was ten out of ten <laughs> I kinda, reveal. I kind of figured it was him, but but when they dropped it, it still surprised me. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't actually realized it. It kind of felt see, a little obvious, but then it's like, oh, okay, this is where we're going. See, my mind was like at the from the beginning of the like where like previous episodes where I thought maybe it was like the beginning of some somehow like a AI human like relationship and like that relationship. But then it ended up, uh, you know, being something completely different. Because mm-hmm. then you see like the whole time skips, you know, over a time where he basically gets, where he gets the friends, he gets the girlfriend, uh, then wife, ki- then the new kid, wife dies, and then like the whole like life story. I was like, damn. And I was like, I was completely off, and I did not even think about like a like a Masamoto at all. I feel like that was definitely a good way because when we first got introduced to the episode, you know, we know Vivi's been placed in this uh, museum um, of sorts, and Matsumoto, when he does arrive, he he notes, you know, oh, you know, it's been, what, I think like 60 years or something. Well, I guess it had been 60 years since they had first met, and then I forget how many years was it, it was since Ophelia. It was, I think it was something yeah, like that. It was, he, I, at that point, think, it was 65, but then it was 45 years since, like, they last, like, they, they both think, of them actually met. I so think I, something I, like that. I think that. it's, it's Vivi, Vivi is 66 years old, and so, okay. and I think, and then Matsumoto, the robot Matsumoto met them a year later. So yeah, he mentioned. Years yeah, ago. he mentioned specifically that it's been yeah, however long. So if it's and been then, sixty-five years since they've met, and, and then you and know then the then events at, happen a hundred years. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think it's like when she lost her memory was forty years ago. I think that's what he was saying. Yeah. Like the last yeah. time we talked, okay. before he lost her memory was forty years ago. Okay, so then you would have the gap then to when she's now in the museum, and then we have the gap of you know her trying to write the song, and then you know all the gaps that they showed as Threaten mentioned with a uh, uh, Matsumoto human version of Matsumoto of being a young youth, growing into you know adolescence, becoming a scientist, having a family. So that's probably what another like thirty something 20, years, thirty yeah. something years. Yeah. So they're basically hitting right that that hundred year mark, and then which you know. Yeah, the so the, that's the point too. That really was like you know the crescendo to this week's episode of you know Vivi finally you know compiles this song and, and Matsumoto even says like oh is this a song for like the Singularity Project and she's like yeah I wanted to write something that could you know uh, explain to people through music 
what their journey has looked like. And, you know, obviously that's being built up to be a very, like, sentimental, um, kind of positive moment. But as soon as Vivi, you know, snaps back to, to present time when shit kind of hits the fan, she really starts to realize, like, oh, shit, like, everything we tried to prevent has gone wrong. And we as a viewer learn that the music that she wrote is what's going through all these, like, rogue AI's heads. So Yeah. Yep, it's fucking Vivi, man. Like, I mean, I didn't expect it to happen this way. Like, I feel like, and I feel like you know, it's kind of potentially obvious when you have such a strong main character that they're probably going to have some involvement into what's gone wrong. But I definitely didn't see it happening this way. So, kudos to to them. Same. Like, I didn't expect it, especially this episode too. I didn't at the end of this episode. I didn't expect it to be where it reveals like, oh, by the way, like you failed, and here's like the future that like basically like the terminator future that you tried to prevent and you couldn't do so it's like almost like all those like events leading like leading up just didn't matter it was space it was just like whatever oh actually no it did matter because like the like the because i mean that's what the, the song um was basically all those like uh events i guess like through the 100 years let's just go mm-hmm. with now it was yeah. kind of it's kind of weird though because like because they say like ophelia was like the last point in the singularity and there's nothing else to do but it's like but then like you still didn't prevent it so like that's i hope they explain more of that yeah there, I hope so too. Like, that's true like 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 it just seems like you know what's the whole point in the singularity project when it's like they i mean i guess either they couldn't prevent it or they might have made it worse or whatever so it's like yeah what was the whole point of like yeah like that's one of the things that definitely suck too when you have these type of shows with like time travel and everything and you know with tokyo revengers we'll talk about was like you try to you know fix all these things and shit still doesn't go right and to your (laughs) point david like it it, it's kind of frustrating where it's like you've you know had to sit through all these episodes and then even then you get to this end point and none of it mattered (laughs) right like we still got to like the 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 path that we were always destined to get to something has had to change though the only thing that might have changed is just like it's now that bb's more involved where i think the original timeline she was just like deactivated in the museum in the museum yeah whereas now yeah she she didn't have all those experiences she has yeah she she knows more well she has like the combat like programs she has a fighting program yeah yeah (laughs) true true yeah i feel like that's one of the things that like for a show like this I, i definitely want to not like fully go back and watch like every episode, but I definitely want to go back and like look for like small things. Cause I feel like this is a show where like there are things to pick up on, mm-hmm. especially with Matsumoto's reveal. I know certain you said for you, like you had a, a better inkling of knowing that it was going to be Matsumoto. And I, I feel like from episode one, I think we did see Matsumoto cause he's the scientist that I think he the, was, you know, yeah. future. Yeah. He's the one we that no like, goes and initiates the program, yeah. but we had no idea yeah. that was Matsumoto. Yep. <laughs> but, yep. you know, if you had a really good memory and recognize, you know, that character, I'm sure once you saw, like, the grown-up Matsumoto before he says his name or before he's called by the other guy, you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, I know, yep. I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't um, catch that at all. Like, when they did the, the name drop, I was like, god damn. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I yeah. thought that. I thought the whole thing was, like, executed so well. Like, it was it was good. Yeah, they did yeah. a really good time skips with yep. this episode yeah the I'm, feels uh, were the feels were strong too i'm just i'm just hoping next episode they'll show like what happened be- before like all the ais went crazy i hope i, I think yeah, it would maybe. like explain a lot of things so hopefully yeah. they show us that i, I, I mean i don't want that, them that... i don't want them just to go in and drive to vv just coming out and like being all confused with, like what's going on i kind of want them to do the Rewind, yeah. rewind a little bit to show what happened. Well, they never really explained to like what caused Vivi's malfunction, you know, during the episode that where too. the guy yeah. kills himself and Vivi 
basically kills herself. I feel like, yeah, that hasn't been touched on. They either, explain so that, like, and also are they just glossing over that, or hopefully they'll oh, go back shit, to it. That's right. They, they, they yeah. explain that, and also the Matsumoto hearing the the other guy saying he got the revelations from the heavens too. Like, what's that all about? Mm-hmm. They mentioned that yeah. in this episode, but they didn't go into it. So. Yeah, they didn't do anything with it. So, oh god, we're oh, new- that's kind of worrisome. Like, we got like three big plot three points to cover and. Yeah, three episodes left. One, so one we'll per see. episode, so we'll see. <laughs> those are the only those are the only ones that we have, though. I mean, there could always yeah. be like more. Yeah, flow wise and directing wise, one of the better, or if not the best episodes, I would say. Definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. Because so hopefully it can end strong too. So here's hoping. Yeah, but I mean, I, I thought this show has been solid, kind of like it, it's had like a few kind of like lower moments, but I, 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 this is still like one of my favorite shows of this season. I think it's the middle part kind of like dragged on a little bit, but like overall, it's yeah, all shows, really all shows you have mid-season slumps. Yeah, overall, I think yeah. really good, really good uh, original uh, anime too. So yeah, so yeah, good on them for doing, doing doing something new too. So I will take it. Yeah, so that yeah. is all. Yeah, that's that's gonna be it for VV for this week. Move on to our next show. Talk about Tokyo Revengers. Now, I'll let you guys I, start since I, you know, know what the show. I, I enjoyed entails. this episode, but Shren mentioned me. There's, so, there's something that bothered him again. <laughs> Would you like to start, Shren? <laughs> again, like it's like as much as uh as much as like uh like you know fighting in shows and stuff. I'm 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 just tired of seeing the MC just getting beat down every single time. <laughs> Except this at time, least, I, at least he recognizes. Yeah, at least it he time. realized like, it this time. Yeah, he's like, yeah, whether just he does me. anything with that realization. Yeah, we'll it. see if it moves forward. Uh, the the one the one weak part thought with the show that they, they've done a few times is uh uh the transition between seriousness and comedy. I don't think is good. It's almost like on the borderline cringe <laughs> <laughs> because uh like when like because there, there was a, just like this really intense moment uh you know like with them basically fighting where you thought like oh shit these are both two giant like badass people. Like, you know, what the hell's gonna happen? And basically, the thing that brings them together is a piece of shit on the man- MC's head. And I thought, like, yes, okay. Um, so yeah. I-, I think going forward for more of these kind of these moments in the show, I'm not gonna take the serious moments as serious, just assuming that there's gonna like, be some sort of comedy relief almost. Yeah, that that yeah. first part of the episode where the, when when Takemichi he's like pouring his heart out to like to Mikey and Drakens, like, dude, I love you guys, you guys are cool, I don't want this yeah. team to break up. Like, it's such a, a heartfelt moment. And then it's just the fucking piece of shit. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, yo, you got a piece of shit in your head, bro. It's like, like, I get their again, teenagers. Like, I get their teenagers and all, but still, like, you just ruined the moment right there. Man, uh, it's a for me. Like, I, I started to question like my memory, honestly, because <laughs> it's one of these things where, like, I know going into the show, I was just telling you guys, like, man, like the relationships between these characters are like really good. Like, you really start to care for these characters. But now, like, seeing everything animated and, like, with, like, how direct the com- the comedic breaks are and how jarring it really can be when you are having, like, a very sentimental moment, uh, it just really sucks. Like, it makes me feel bad for <laughs> just, like, hyping it up as much he's, as I he's did. Having, like, he's but, having those false memories. Yeah, right? I feel like I wrote memories of, like, the manga's, like, interpretation in my mind and, like, now seeing animated, it's like, oh, shit. Like, like yeah, I guess they did kind of do that. Like, <laughs> those parts could be really, like, they could be done or they could feel so much better. Like, let's say... Because uh, they're also teenagers, they might not be good at expressing their feelings. It could have been like, you know, when he's just like, you know, pouring his heart out to these guys, they could have easily just broke, they could have just felt like, you know, it could, like, they got his words, but they broke the tension in a sense by basically just pointing out there's a piece of shit. Yeah. And then just kind of like, like, if, like, you knowing, like, you know, they understood and they basically were just going to take that Those... point as like an exit. I they feel like that is that. one thing that, like, with the anime, 
to its discredit in a sense of like they make the comedy like way stronger than like if yeah. you're reading like the yeah. manga it's not as you know strong you kind of just like no, gloss no. over it and like you're just like okay cool like i think it, that's just manga in general i feel like manga like the comedy of manga is always usually better just because like you, you you always do interpret it in your head so i think it's like yeah i think when you translate that to like to anime i, I do feel like there's like you lose some of that so it's not just you going crazy right. justin like i do think that there is like it the effect that anime has on manga adaptations so, like it things do feel funnier in the manga yeah. uh, I, I, all i said justin was like i can see it going both ways but I actually like uh but i think comedy and anime could be for me it could be more effective because in the manga like you're only reading bubbles so mm-hmm. for me it's like hard to kind of like get like how like if they're trying to like really be you know funny in that moment or not but anime yeah. it's it's a little bit more obvious but uh right. what were you saying before justin sorry uh, cut you off. No, you're good i was saying that um it feels like the the comedy that they are using they definitely do make it very heavy-handed where I do think, to your point, like in, in some shows, what can be done really well is like some characters use comedy as a way to kind of cope with heavy moments. And it's done yeah. like in a more subtle, subtle or better manner. Yeah. So I guess like in my mind, like that's how I originally probably interpreted it, where it, it is still probably that mix, even admittedly in the manga, where it is very heavy handed in the comedy to break kind of the the tension in some scenes. Um, but another scene from this episode that that made me think of just, you know, that kind of that odd use of comedy was when you know hina and um takamichi are having this very sentimental moment when it starts to rain and you know they're embracing each other and he's going in for the kiss and then here comes the motherfucking friend you know calling him being like hey doesn't the rain suck i thought that was actually good i thought that was funny i thought that that was kind of like again just like a very like out of like i guess again for their age like it is it does kind of make sense that that would happen you know in the most unfortunate time but then it felt weird for him being like hey the rain sucks oh but by the way like i think some shit's going down with toman it's just like it's a very weird transition it's like these guys aren't really like that big into toman you know they're just kind of like takamichi's you know side boys like they're not really as in depth with like mikey and draken in them so it's kind of weird of like how the hell do you know like shit's going down with toman it's like like, i'll just say like so again like takamichi being naive like he keeps thinking like oh the conflict is resolved like there's no way draken's gonna die on august 3rd it's like you should probably wait oh, until August third is over before you make a t- yeah. conclusion. So, like again, like uh, well, actually, no, he, he's he's twenty five mentally, so he, he should you should know better. You should be better like, again. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping. So, like, so I hope that like, this will be like the first after this this event. Like, I'm still giving him benefit of the doubts that like he's still new to all this. But I'm hoping after this, he can start mm-hmm. stop being naive and then just think like yeah, you know, right. that can go wrong, will go wrong. So, yeah. like, yeah, like like I mean, definitely annoying when it's well, like you yeah, should know better than the weight of the day of or not to just be like oh because i fixed you know mikey and drac and like nothing can happen now it's all good i'm just gonna enjoy my life in middle school because you know it, it didn't go this way when i was actually that age now i can change it to how i want it to be yeah like when they when they announced like it's like oh the that um that festival on the third i was like all right we're not done with this yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that like it just felt like that wasn't gonna be the end then but it's like I still like this guy really doesn't have a plan, and it is, it is the whole point like where where David said too, where this guy is just like even like on the day he or he's just just thinking everything is done. Like you'd think he'd be a little, like a little bit more cautious on the day, where I thought like he was just going to be with Dra- Draken the entire time, like because you know, they were initially all together, and then so I, was, I thought like okay, thank God you know like they're actually going to stick with this kind of part. Like maybe like the MC is going to be you know in a sense just kind of shadowing him. 
And then right. that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like, again, take my, my memory for face value, even though it hasn't <laughs> been the greatest so far with the series. But I want to say that the, like, duration of major events does get quicker now, where I felt like this has kind of almost dragged a little bit in a weird way, even though we have had, you know, very meaningful moments of, you know, the meeting of Toman for the first time, the meeting with the Mobius gang members. But in a weird way, it does feel like this is dragged. Like, it's like, come on, get us to the August 3rd date. And like, now we finally got into it. But then it's like, you know, the cliffhanger now of like, okay, now, not until next week, we're yeah. going to see what potentially see, happens to Dragon. For, for me, yeah. though, I didn't, I didn't really feel like it dragged. It's, it's just like very weird moments happening in the lead up. So it's not like... Yeah, the pacing the, is... It's not like the pacing itself was dragging on. It's just like, just very like... Just odd things happening and just like just inconsistencies. So. Do do we know the guy who's um who's like with Draken right now? Yeah, so the, he's the one who was uh, the Pei? friend with Pachin. Yeah, yeah, it was Pa and Pei, right? So Pei yeah. was the, we've seen him before. Pei was the one okay. who punched. So those, yeah, he was the one who punched Takemichi last episode, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, well, he's the one that when Takemichi first meets like all of the Toman group. He punches, or well, no, I guess Pa is the one that punches him, but he's the one with Pa. Basically, they're like homeboys. Like they're the fact they're that... there last last week, and basically, yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're like the two guys talking, talking to to Draken and Mikey, and then okay, yeah, yeah I couldn't remember him. Oh yeah, and which which I guess okay. I guess that that was a good. I think that was for me. Like I actually like that development because the whole like bait and switch. Like thinking that it's gonna be Ki- uh, Kiyo Masa, and then it's mm-hmm. then I mean I guess it looks like it's gonna be Pay, but you never know. Like they could also Pay switch again next week. So right, like he's distracting him, and then Kiyo Masa still just I don't comes know. in, just comes in. Yeah, that was good. Like yeah, so so I I, su- I do like that development, and then we still haven't seen the glasses guy either. So waiting for him to show up in the story, yeah. and it's because again, it seems like he's. Seems like he's if 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 Kiramasa is the one that kills Draken, it seems like he'd be the one to set it up. So, mm. so he's gonna so be see, the final boss. So, the, so all this development, <laughs> I really like. Like I'm still really enjoying it. I I don't think it's the I didn't have any problems with the pacing being slow in August third. It's just more the inconsistency of the character that I had more problems with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very fair. And again, it seems like again, it seems like the author is interfering. It seems like he's just trying to create drama. When like it feels like these characters like they shouldn't behave this way. It's just like these authors, man. It seems like they're just interfering with the characters. Yeah, agreed. Like, so. I'm still gonna watch the show though, Justin. I'm gonna good. I'm glad we, 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 hopefully yeah. the comedy isn't as brash as it's, it's been <laughs> like, as of recently. I mean, we, we still this... don't know how many episodes are gonna be though. They, yeah, they, they the still thing. don't have a number. Oh, they so didn't we'll say a number. Um, nope, not yet. Yeah, I mean. Because what episode was this week's episode? Eight. Eight? <sighs> yeah, okay, so now, yeah, that kind of throws me off because the pacing has changed pretty drastically, too, now, where, like, the first few episodes was, like, one chapter per episode, and then I'd say the last few have been, like, two to three manga chapters per episode. So I'll have to go back and look because I was thinking it would end up... I, I'm still thinking it'll be 24. I feel like 12 would be, like, a very weird place to end. I don't know where exactly mm. they would end it. So, we'll see. I'm hoping it's 24. Yeah. I think because it's such a long-running show, it deserves that. I feel like 12 would be kind of weird. Oh, Shosha mentioned two of the mangas in the final arc. They just announced. Yes. So. And oh, yeah, like we were saying, I, I think that makes sense um, for it to end probably, you know, within this year here with it being the final 
arc um or it could be a really long arc but i, I would think it'd probably end this year because then that would make it a five-year running show which i think is a fair length um yeah. I, I don't know too much about the author otherwise though of you know whether you know they kind of is have their next idea being run in it's not showing jump i don't think is no it like is it in kodansha weekly or something mm, or that's a good question i uh, don't know we'll, we'll have to look off the top later. of my head yeah but yeah so uh, yeah i'll just say like if we weren't discussing this weekly on this podcast i still would i don't think i would have much to complain about really like i think if i was talking with normally of you guys i would just say how much i love the show so it's just a, like this, this podcast we just hang out to point things out more so stuff like <laughs> right. stuff like the, the well, I, think, I, I think that definitely like, points to a good a good uh thing that we said of the format change like this is why we're changing yeah. formats is that you know we really can't get the full picture when we do these weekly reviews and when we are more critical whereas like because, if you know we're if working you, like, with if you just talk yeah. about the season in general, like it'd be hard to remember these specific details, like o- compared to like overall. Like we'd be talking much more about the, the good than like just picking up things that bother us every week. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we'll look forward to uh, those changes for the next season. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's everything with uh, Revengers this week. Yep. So that's gonna be it for Tokyo Revengers. Move on to our next show. Go on to Mashiro no Ulto then. Ooh. Yeah, this is my second. Wait, this is this is when it, like, it tells you just like uh, like how much like Masha Noto has changed for me. Where I'm remembering it better than Kabadi, which I was actually hyped for uh, so much more than Masha Noto. <laughs> but no, it's uh, th- like this is my second favorite song. I still think that the 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 song that Mai played is still my favorite. Like it it just sounded so good. It sounded mm-hmm. so different. Uh, this one it was kind of close. I'm also very happy that this show did not go with them winning. Because yeah. I was like, if they if they somehow won it, I'm like, all right, that's a bunch of bullshit done, and yeah. uh, I, I'm okay with them getting third. Even I'm not okay with the number one. They almost like in a sense, like it sounds like the sh- it was like rigged, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, in a really weird way. Like they were they they were basically making it like you got scored more for having fun instead of trying hard, which I thought like okay, yeah, the scoring was definitely <laughs> a, a bit funky of what I would have expected of a more like formal music competition. But I mean, I guess, you know, we are to take it that this is a, a different sort of event because, you know, it's being led by his mom, um, his mom. So <laughs> yeah. he kind of, you know, tweaks things in that regard. Um, I would totally agree with you, Stratton, where I'm okay with them, you know, being third. I would honestly say that's a little bit, you know, even high, given the fact that, you know, the majority of this group besides Setsu is you know, completely new Shamisen players. Maybe apart from um the one guy, I can't remember his name, but that all the girls love. Um I was a little bit kind of um I guess had a hard chance believing like, you know, all of the characters really kind of clutched up in this moment when they had to perform and and they oh, yeah. all kind of had like these new kind of like abilities that kind of just surfaced to their performance as a group where um I kind of had a hard time, like, believing that. I felt like, you know, if anything, Setsu was the one that was really going to carry. And I felt like what they did hone in is, like, Setsu didn't carry. He was just really, like, a big support character for the group. Um, But I I really did love the part where, you know, they have kind of, like, the very uh, stylized scene where Setsu's support, like, kind of, like, brings in, like, this of snow and silence over the crowd and everybody just being like holy shit like what is this you know versus like everything yeah. else when you know these other shamisen players have come to play like their sounds are like very distinct and like emote these like um kind of feelings that people can really um resonate with where like setsu's was almost foreign in nature mm-hmm. 
Um, but no, I thought it was a, a really good um, ter- end to the group tournament. Um, yeah. I think Mai's character development was done really well, where she was not satisfied with, you know, winning over Setsu. Yeah. Um, and but it also Ion- showed... Yeah, it also showed like Setsu's group though, like how much they actually like wanted and thought that they could win, which is also yeah, it's always man. a good mindset to actually show that like, they cared. Yeah, uh, that they... when she was like breaking down and crying and stuff, and they're just like talking yep. about like how how much it, they forgot how much it really hurts to yep. lose yep. when they're like originally they were they were just going into this for fun, you know, to, yep. the, the creation of the Shamisen group at their at their high school. Um, but damn, I, I'm, I'm fully ready now for the solo part of <laughs> yep. the competition. Like this was great and everything. Don't get me wrong. Lots of good music, lots of good moments, but get me to these solo jams now. Like I'm ready for Setsu to face off with, uh, Mai's older brother that even, you know, Setsu's brother and, and childhood friend from their town is like, Hey, nobody else matters. Like this is the guy that you're competing against. So it's like, give it your, your all. <laughs> Dude, I still really wish Mai was in this though, just because I, after her, like hearing her like style, yeah. like yeah, but why can't she be in the in the solo uh, in the solo tournament too? Yeah, I feel like then you just have too many cooks in the kitchen though. I mean, I guess, but the song's so good. Uh, yeah, I I won't I won't harp you for that. I hundred percent agree. <laughs> that song, ten out of ten. When the when the OST comes out, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a get. Yeah, instant download for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. Otherwise, though. I got I got nothing else. I mean, I, it'll it'll be great when we get Koo back because I'm yes. sure you know when he catches up, he'll be he'll be loving everything. But the thing is, like, we're all loving the show now. Like, it's like, yeah, uh, right? like <laughs> we so had like we had some issues like earlier on, but now we're like, dude, this is actually like becoming a really good show. I, Plus, uh, this is the solo tournament, which is like it's going to be good. Yeah, right. No, it's gonna be funny. Like you said, Koo's definitely gonna be like, it's like I told y'all, y'all <laughs> no. like you motherfuckers. Yeah. I told y'all, yeah. what's up? Where you at now? And we're just like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, maybe right. we, we should just maybe uh, not invite him next week. Yeah, then, or right? maybe yeah, maybe. the season's over. Yeah. What, are you scared <laughs> oh, getting called out, God. sir? Uh, yeah, it yeah, happens all the time. Who calls our BS out too much? I don't like that. I need more yes men, all right? Yeah. We can't have any opposing <laughs> conflicts. Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, that was, uh, I think, all for Mashiro no Oto. Yes. All right. So we're in it for there. Alto, move on to our next show. We can we can do Burning Kabaddi. I I, I right? went through okay. stuff now. Okay, yeah. now right. bring let's it go back. Do Rewind Burning Kabaddi for real. <laughs> yes. So for the reason why I couldn't remember is because it was the it was actually backstory of two side characters that oh, of no. two people on on their team that you didn't that we didn't we knew nothing about with which was uh, Date and Mizumi, where or Mizumi, where they were both they're both um, mo, um uh, was it mainly kind of like defensive players. Where we knew kind of like nothing of their, um, we knew nothing of their story. There was one guy that he ends up uh, getting on the the team because he was like a brawler, where he was just basically picking fights with people on the street. And then um, the the vice the vice captain of the team he ends up finding this out, and in a sense it was like blackmailing him. It's like, oh, like I had took like all these videos and you beat the shit of all these, shit out of uh, all these other kids from uh, I think it was maybe different schools. And he was basically saying, like, you know, let's do bring like, or have you try uh, kabaddi? So that, so then, yeah, I, w- I won't just rat you out to teachers, principals, whatever. So they kind of get to to try. He realizes that he's basically just um, they they, they show kind of like flashbacks of like he kind of had like the Ryu moment where he realizes he's just kind of like a actually no, that's completely completely wrong. This guy is just like trash. Ryu is not trash. It from uh, wow. from a haiku. Yeah, I should say because okay. this guy, he basically he realizes that he's just like he's a body, but he's not like 
he's he's he does nothing to the team because he just immediately gets caught more points the more points for the other team and then they, ha- they they're like god captain um he has to basically just bail them out with just getting points constantly and he just kept thinking like god like i need to somehow like change or become better and then he ends up running into date uh i, I can't remember how they ended up meeting um i think it was just randomly he, i think he just randomly asked him if there's any kind of group he was a part of or anything and he just basically said no and then brought him into Kabaddi, where he's just like this giant human being that's just really slow, but he's like really strong on defense. So it was more of like a then it was just like a flash forward to like the actual time where they're going through training with the, the captain because nobody can actually take their captain down. And it was a uh, it, it was basically like them finally coming up with like a tactic in a way to to catch him or like at least knock him to the ground, even though he's still scored, which I think is just. It's uh, come on, this guy, this guy like weighs nothing, but yet he's somehow dragging these giant human beings. Right? I, I was just like bullshit, but but anyway, like the whole like uh, the episode really wasn't that bad. I just couldn't remember what it was. Uh, and then it was and then it was more like I think they're done with the training, and they're fighting. They're actually going to be playing against um one of like the one of the, like one of the top tier teams because it was uh, somebody somebody's previous um raider that that the captain was friends with is actually on that team but this guy is like he's like a bigger version of the mc he's like he's 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 taller just like more ripped and i'm assuming he's gonna be faster i, I believe he's just gonna be like almost like a perfect uh like a perfect person for this sport and then they kind of just stopped it right before like the this you know practice match started so we'll see how it goes yeah no it's fine that you say that you know that um, you can't think of much having this week because again, again, going back to Justin's point, why why do the format change? Because we have weeks like this where we can't talk <laughs> much about things. Yeah, this so. one was more of like I, I just I just basically just uh, rehashed the episode. It's uh, it's I mean it's still strong. It was nice because like uh, with the especially with sports shows, I think they they need like that that character development. You need yeah. like that kind of connection but with those characters. It's They're really discuss, strong with it. It's hard to discuss in a weekly format, so. So, yeah, like, again, it's also hard to discuss when it's just you. When it's just you, yeah, <laughs> so. that too. But again, yeah, yeah so it's, it's fine. It's fine that you feel that way, Stren. So, yeah, but no, it was like it's still like uh, I, I'm more than happy with uh, learning more people's backstory with this show. Like, there's already like a like a really good like uh, kind of connection with a lot of the characters that they've kind of go already in depth with. So it was nice to get two more of like the characters. Actually, two. These were the last two of like the initial kind of like main cast of this team that we finally got some backstory with. And uh, it was it was good. It was really good. So the show's right. still uh, the show's still holding up for me. All right. Nice. So that'll be it for our Burning Kabaddi. Move on to our next show. Well, uh, actually, well, let's have Justin talk about uh, I'm as far as so what. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be pretty short and sweet. I mean, obviously, with just myself, definitely missing Koo here as my <laughs> my partner in crime your, for this your show. Pro- your profit. Yeah. Right. Um. Not much, you know, new information in terms of us getting answers to, you know, get Koo back into the the profit driver's seat, so to speak. Um, we did get to learn a little bit more lore of the sensei uh, from the class that got reincarnated. Um, we learned kind of her value of, you know, being a teacher and kind of being this role model-esque figure to students. Um, and kind of how that ties into is like, she kind of explains to us as the viewer why she became the teacher in the first place in Japan. Um, and then, you know, when she gets transported to this new world because of their classroom being uh, basically blown up from the events 
that happened between two opposing forces in this other world uh, is that when she was reincarnated, uh, she actually had a ability called, um, I think it was called student roster or school roster, which basically let her know all of the locations and um, events of the students that were now reincarnated into this world. But it did have a bit of a dark turn in it in that with this ability, she also knew when and how the students were going to die. So basically what she does with this ability is that she's corralling basically all of the students into this elf village. And the way that she is able to do that, because when she's first incarnated, she's born as a elf baby, but she uses her telepathic abilities to communicate with Potamus, who is the king of the elves. And so through that telepathic connection of the two and her reaching out to him for help to, you know, gather these reincarnated students, um, he learns about reincarnations and now he's become a much um, more pivotal character in this uh, this anime story. So that was one thing that we got a lot of good insight into. Um, the other thing that happened in this week's episode was um, we started to see tensions rising between the different countries of this world, um, where uh, some uh, envoys from one of the countries um, was visiting and most so having uh, interactions with Kumiko, who had kind of now become like this prophet of this town that was, you know, helping cure any disease and all those things. And so when they tried to go and meet Kumiko and basically say like, hey, you work for us now, Kumiko was just like, nah, fuck that. Like, you know, I do what I want and ended up actually killing these envoys, which caused its own kind of political tensions and actually war erupting between um, the countries. And so, uh, a lot happened on that end, and then Kumiko actually had another meeting with one of the other administrators who also was telling Kumiko that like her actions were causing too many uh, kind of ripples in this world. And he was just like, yo, can you kind of just chill and like not interact with humans? And Kumiko, again, was kind of just having these funny inner monologues of like, yeah, like that probably would be for the best, but I also know that like the world's going to come to an end. So it's like, I think it's better if I just keep doing what I want to do to try to prevent that. And so once she finished that inner monologue, she basically told the administrator like, yeah, no, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. Like, and if that bothers you, like do something about it. So um, overall, pretty good episode this week. Um, it had a, a really good balance of learning more about the world, various characters and what kind of missions, you know, they're now all setting themselves out on. But definitely um, missing, you know, Ku's insight as well. I'm definitely, you know, waiting to see if he's been having any insight on things that maybe I've missed in these last two weeks of, you know, just giving my thoughts and feedback. Um, but overall, the show continues to uh, do really well at um, being a more kind of uh, unique isekai in some ways. So continuing to enjoy it. That's good. Yeah. All right. So that's love it for uh, I'm a spider. So what? Uh, move on to our next show. I think it's time to finally talk about My Hero Academia. Woo-hoo! Dude, I, I mean, like I thought like last episode was like uh, kind of like the starting point of like becoming uh, good again. And this one, I uh, just, you know, of course, going back to Deku where it's more of like, OK, I'm I'm I'm, I'm in. It's uh, just learning a little bit more about, like, just, like, how OP this damn quirk's going to become. Yeah, Yeah. uh, because Johan Johan mentioned, too, like, that connection to the movie where, I guess, like, the villain couldn't steal his quirk because, I guess, this is why he had all those, what, the eight 
predecessors before him having their own unique quirks. So, which mm-hmm. I gotta say, it's but, like that kind of sucks for Deku because he has no quirks. So when he passes his on, like no one's gonna get anything from him. <laughs> so. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. about that. What a moocher! Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, sucks to suck. Like I just you know reap the benefits off everybody else before me. Well, the same um, thing. All Might never had his own quirk either, though. He was quirkless as well, wasn't he? Uh, oh yeah. So he didn't get anything either. So, <laughs> but so the well, weird so, thing is, so definitely didn't get anything from All Might either. So he's basically yeah. So basically but I guess, six but I guess it's just like All Might did manifest like strength in a way where like Deku kind of does yeah. the same thing. So yeah, it's like the last two between did, Deku and All Might. Did he get the strength like... from his his predecessor from his master or was there I have no friend? Idea. I don't or think we know yet. Did, did yeah, I need I need to recollect. Yeah, because we don't know any of the the previous like what their original quirks were. Like, I don't yeah. think we have any idea. You guys That's only one, know uh, the one that was introduced in this side episode yeah. the, or yesterday's episode. The, the green yeah. stuff. Sorry, I forgot the name. Damn it! But yes, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, black, black, like black whip, black whip. whip. I was gonna say, but it's like it was green. It's like, wait, is it called black whip? You know, it's green. Yeah, <laughs> it was like weird. It's like it was like black in the main part, but then they did have like that greenish like outline. Green for Deku. Yeah, green exactly. I feel like that's probably why they did it. Yeah, just because people aren't smart enough to not associate non-green things to not be Deku. <laughs> yeah, but but um, now I want to know like why he's the one that basically they're like they're just like you know now's the time, and why like why All Might wasn't because they were because you know All Might was was didn't have a quirk either. So I thought like uh, you know plot convenience. Okay. Typical, <laughs> typical shonen shit. Okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure but, if there was going to be something more to it. I, but again, <laughs> my academia they used to be above this man. You see the one that severed expectations all these shonen expectations so you wanted to do better but yeah so yeah. i mean to be fair though so, like they did show i mean i don't know about totally but like, they did show how last before like he was starting to get these out of control dreams so it's not like it's out of the blue but then to, but to strand's point like it it didn't really explain where it's coming from either it was just like or I assume it's because he keeps using the power, the quirks over and over, and yeah. like because it's starting to have an effect on how much he can control it. Yeah, I mean, I guess to their to their defense, they did try to very loosely explain it, where um, they had the whole scene with um, one for all, who's you know all strapped up and locked down in this like prison location, and and he kind of says, you know, in this moment of oh, you know, I can feel you know my younger brother's like abilities kind of coming back to surface and even the interaction between All Might and oh, uh, Gran Torino when he was what, like, oh, you know. Is that what you might when you said? Because he said it like when he was, when it was like the flashback to, to Tomara. So I thought it was like, I thought it meant like, oh, like, maybe know, I Tomara miss. Was just, I thought that was, that's what the scene was talking about. I thought that it was real. Yeah, maybe it was for that. But I felt, I guess I also thought of it because I can't, I need to go back and look well, at the pacing. Because I, I know, I know <laughs> that, I know that, <laughs> yeah, like the, the two are brothers, like, but I didn't realize it was talking about to, to the, the one for all like yeah i think they they just knew like things were starting to come to a head and then i can't remember if right after that was when all might had the scenes with you know grand torino and his predecessor and them being like oh you know have you had any interactions like no they just say the time is not now but you know the time is soon to come and that's when all might's kind of just like well deku's been having some weird dreams and shit and it's like (laughs) well i guess for plot convenience the time is now And, you and know, the dreams, of course, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and the dreams are talking to him now, too. Yeah. Um, but moving away from Deku, what did you think of, you know, the, the other characters of Team B? I, I personally felt like Monoma was really great 
in this you know, week's I, episode. I always, I always forget his quirk just because I again I love his personality. I love his personality. I love how he's always trying to shit on class A, even though he knows like he, he he's still like stuck like in second place with class B. Mm-hmm. But so I, I always forget like what his quirks are. I was like, oh, his quirk is actually pretty badass. It's just I forget because of his personality. Right. Where did yeah. where did he do this episode? I'm blanking. He was basically the one that just like from the get go got in Deku's head and was just like, yo, like we oh, knew right, you right, were going right, to yeah. try to be like the main thing. Like we've already planned for that. Like, how do you not know, you know, you, the rest of your team's safe? And Deku's like, oh, well, I can't answer him because I don't know if it's Shinzo, you know, <laughs> trying to bait and switch. Um, but I, I just really love the introduction of the rest of Monoma's team where you have one, the I can't remember her exact quirk, but her hero name is Emily. She's like <laughs> the one that either like does like this the telekinesis and can like move objects and stuff. And then you have literally the one like guy that literally looks like he was ripped off from Dragon Ball Z has like the scouter like <laughs> on his face and can like do like double impacts of things that have already like exploded. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt like this team's set of quirks was definitely a lot better than the other previous teams. You know, like we had like yeah. the comic book guy that just yells comic book words and the other yeah. ones oh, that are yeah. just like we, super we, lackluster. Which we try not, we try not to mention him much. Yeah, 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 right. I don't want to bring him up, but he was the strongest argument I had to make this team. <laughs> yeah, really, really most of his quirks, most of his quirks seem like they can actually be a thing, except the one where it's like a double impact. It's like, how, like how how does like right? It, actually, it's a, ta- ca- it's a tag team. Like you need somebody who causes that impact. Yeah, which, thankfully they have you know as part of this competition. Yeah. Um, but it's I uh, I was just I was just really cut off like the whole like more lore stuff like in between right in the middle of the battle I was like whoa like because i was just like casually watching this and then like whoa something important is happening here i actually need to pay attention yeah, like, yeah I right? completely... it's not like the previous weeks where like the whole episode is just you know you can't you the can't competition. this episode sir yeah no no, no. i didn't know because I, I completely <laughs> forgot everything else that was happening this episode because because the whole like deku lore Basically, and yeah. um yeah i completely forgot even what the fight was about besides the shinzo you know, um, you know, uh, putting him into his uh, uh, what is it like lockdown state or whatever it was? Brainwashing. Like, brainwash yeah, brainwash. yeah, that's the only thing I remember. Um, yeah. That was then... a pretty good scene. I feel like though was oh, yeah. you know the mix of Uraraka and then her like just basically reaching out to Shinzo, just being like, you know, say what you need to say to get Deku to answer you. Yeah, yeah, like that whole scene actually kind of seemed intense. Even though I'm yeah. not like Shinzo's look though, it was kind of like like what the fuck is happening type of thing where he, he just looked like a. I, I thought I kept thinking like maybe in his mind where he where he just thought because he doesn't have that much like abilities or power yet besides you know being able to brainwash, where like yeah. they kind of mentioned it before with like his I, you know Aizawa's like a uh, stash or whatever yeah stash thing. thing yeah where he he can use it for like tactics and stuff like that but he still can't really do like the hand to hand combat fight like Aizawa can so I, I don't know if it was just more he just thought like you know how like how can I actually like you know win against this yeah it definitely showed his faults again where you know he's trying to get better and better as a hero because exactly to your point like once he saw deku just going ham and his abilities freaking out he just completely froze yeah and was like what what the hell am i supposed to do here and it was uraraka that had to you know snap him out of that kind of hesitation yeah well but i think it's all like really good with uh, you know character development for shinzo because it's just showing like his like insecurities and hopefully Mm -hmm. it'll just kind of show him like you know kind of becoming like like um going past that because he also said like when he re- reached up to deku too he just took off the mask like it wasn't you know been uh i don't know if it was kind of just made it look more personal because it was co- actually coming from him and not like yeah uh, so i so i thought that like, kind of whole moment was actually really good as well um i still think me is going to be kind of pointless in this one even though they did kind of like string some yeah, stuff 
as badass as possible at stringing together his, his yeah. grape shots and stuff. But the one thing with Mineta, though, is actually nice to see is he wasn't like basically saying, like, oh, God, we're going to lose her. He wasn't like sniveling or crying or anything like that. He yeah, actually was being, looks a, being a pervert either. Yeah, he actually looks serious. Yeah. So that, that was uh, kind of a different look. Um, and, the, and then the, the oh, God, I, I don't remember the Poison Girl's name. I'm blanking on her. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I keep thinking Momo, but that's not right. That's no, not right. Nope. But, um, yeah, but I, I'm kind of interested to see like how like how much more she'll be able to use her abilities because it just seems like her ability just sounds so much like a, like a villain move because it's oh, just Mina it's acid is her name. Mina. Oh, Mina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because she's just you know it's just acid, so it's just like how can you actually uh, uh, I guess to make that more of like a, a hero a heroish type of quirk. And yeah. not just, you know, burn everything to the ground. <laughs> not just melt through some guy's, like, arm or face or something and just cause massive damage. Yeah, and also, like, their, like, their team, I think we mentioned this in previous episodes, like, there's just no, like, meshing well with this at all. Because like, you have just, like, just four people that have just, like, crazy, just ridiculous quirks. Like, you know, with Deku mm-hmm. just, like, well, like, where we don't even know, like, what the hell, like, what's going on with, like, Deku's abilities right now. And you have three, like, almost support characters. Actually, they are practically support characters yeah they definitely had to like weirdly handicap deku in a way with this new ability to make the others shine <sighs> yeah. so that it wasn't just like you said i think last week where you're just like oh i just feel like this next max is going to be the deku show yeah oh yeah because so, yeah. you get really nothing else and then and then you're of course you're against a team that seems very well balanced <laughs> yeah uh, very well balanced in the sense where like they actually mesh very well together but yep. Anyway, I, I just thought it was weird that like the fights, the the fights still going on, even with Deku going out of control, and like All Might's trying to stop it, and Aizawa was like, "Wait, let them let them finish." Yeah, just wait a that bit. was kind of weird. It's yeah. just man, it just, just reminds well, me of like of like of just like tuning exams. It's like man, you have Orochi just like like just in the forest like attacking these staff, and everyone's like, "Nope, we still gotta do these exams." So to yeah. be fair, uh, things did calm down. <laughs> From from like, initially I mean, with you the... know, convenient for now, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. but it was so it was all it was all of a sudden, and now like it seemingly seemed calm down. But like, I, you would want to think like in a school setting, you put safety over everything else when you can control yeah. it. So if it was super realistic, yeah, you'd figure Aizawa would just show up and you know lock Deku's. Court. Oh yeah, yeah. But I guess yeah. it is fitting that you know Shinzo is the one that locked it with his brainwashing because Shinzo is you know basically uh, Aizawa's like pupil. So yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. basically, so, like, it's, it's, I, just, I like how like, it's mentioned too, like, oh, like, it just turned into a brawl. So it's just like, man, is there like, fuck strategy? You're just all out fight right here. Hey, I'll take that too. You know, we <laughs> haven't just, seen that yet. Which is just, uh, you know, the, the, the strident special right here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but no, I, I feel like it was just, uh, this one, it, it felt more like, it, it, it felt like you could believe it more. With you know Aizawa being there and also Shinzo, that they're both they can basically lock whatever down. Like if things do get out of control, they'll be fine. Um, I guess, it's just, but it's uh, I guess from the audience point of view, it's just like, you had all this tension of Deku him going out of control, and then it's like, oh, let's just continue for this. It's just a regular school thing. Let's just continue. Yeah, but well, the thing is, like the, Shinzo was the only one that I actually kind of saw like what was going on because like when everybody else just became just met there, they just they just kept fighting. I, I guess, think they just yeah. knew like Deku was doing something, but they had just had no clue what was going on. So they just they immediately just started like it all over again, which uh, I mean, which is you know, it's whatever. Yeah. No. So, yeah. No, but I mean, at least it's this the the whole thing of Deku and the War of the Lord. It feels like 
like we're finally pick up to the actual story. And then it seems like we got the last the final part of this this trading stuff next week. So hopefully after this yeah, we can start moving on to more important things. I, 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 I feel like, like to the, think. I feel like the fight's not gonna finish next episode though. I oh think god, it's gonna... please don't say that, Trent. I feel I feel Let's like it's gonna be not. like I feel like Please. it's gonna be like one of those like kind of cliffhanger ends where it's just like the final clash type of thing, and then we get the resolution. I can't like, imagine the next how much they could that. they could do more because we because hey you, you, you got no more strategy so it's just all fighting which I which I mean, again it's just like one just Deku and the three supports so I don't know how much really drag it out. I mean, I didn't think you could really drag out a fucking mushroom chick and a comic book guy, but in in the multiple episodes, but it, they did so. <sighs> This is the Deku show. They can do it. We will see. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I that's, really have nothing that's else. All, yeah, that's all I had to for my hair academia, so... I'm, I'm glad we're at this point now. It can only go up from here. <laughs> well, finally, you would hope so, but... Hey, we'll it see. started going up with Bakugo. No, it took half, half oh, the okay. season to get okay. here. Yeah. I think, o- yeah. Only, only ten episodes just to get this point, yep. Yeah, you know. Oh, it'd be so bad if they did, like, a recap episode. Oh, God. Justin Wise. Because we still have the season and we weren't episode. at episode 12 yet. If, if you know, <laughs> they did episode 11 was the finish of the fight, and then episode 12 was like, oh, hey, maybe for those that, you know, weren't following along, here's a nice uh, recap before we get into the second half of the season. Oh, God. Just I, like I, a true shonen. Just like a true shonen. And, I'm and, Hero, and Hero's becoming so bad with the recaps, too. Like, I, I just immediately skip. Like, the, I always skip now. Like, now you know, you can skip like minutes. the first four minutes. So, yeah, like, it feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But yeah. anyway, no. We I'm shall good. see. Yep. So that's Thanks. it for my Hero Academia. And then that's it for our main show. So, if there's any shout outs you guys want to do, uh, Strain, I know you want to shout out Ian Zero for. Well, you want to start with yes. Ian Zero for uh, our commenter? Well, I have. Well, I'll just go down the list of the shows okay. that I have. I'll start with Shaman King. Okay. Um, I was wrong with uh, my profit abilities. Uh, it was that Ren did not just have two wins going into this. They ended on a draw, and they both got in. So, my apologies. <laughs> but Ren, I just don't care about. I, I just, like, Ren just seems like just a terrible character. Uh, I, I do like his sister. I don't know if he's a hmm. sister or older yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I like her more. Um, I kind of I'm a little bit interested in like their, I guess their their clan or whatever they're in, mm-hmm. where they just have just a, like a legion of just dead bodies or just like dead people, yeah, <laughs> just sitting there and like waiting, like they could just like take over like a nation. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm kind of glad that they kind of they got past that part. Now they're just they're going into the tournament. Um, yeah. it was also uh, it's also nice to see like yo. Uh, using kind of like more not not like tactics, but he's also like he's realizing like what he can do, and he's and he's not going to try to go like out of like too much out of his comfort zone because he just basically burned himself out you know prior yeah uh, in the prior match so that was like already like really good um I thought that was good character development and they were they, they, but this show is like blazing through things so quick uh, I don't know if this is kind of similar in the manga at all Justin if you remember um. They're definitely like cutting some things, uh, and even in you know the original anime, there was more stuff that they did show that now this new series isn't showing. So it is an interesting kind of focus, as you oh. said. I would say you know they are going a, a little bit quicker with the pacing. Um, and if I had to think why they're doing that, they're probably just trying to get if they only have you know however many episodes it is, like fifty something, and they really want to get through everything. That's probably why they're doing this. Um, and I would say to your point though, like. It, the show really begins to shine with the start of the tournament. 
Like everything else is really great for setting the foundation of, you know, these first kind of few shamans as well as like Yo's motivations and everything. Um, so I think, you know, it really is going to kind of ramp up more now from here. Um, I would totally agree with you in, in terms of your thoughts on Ren. He is a very one dimensional character as he's introduced. <laughs> um, but if I did have to try to defend it too, I would, I would say, you know, you'd have to think like how old this show is and like it kind of, you know, established a lot of tropes in its own sense with like the, the main shonens back in the day. So yeah, I would just say that's more so of the writing just being old. And right. now, you know, if you try to approach it as like a new series with like trying to adapt things that newer shonens have done, you might not see that. So then it may be a little bit of a letdown. Um, gotcha. But yeah, I, I think, you know, still worth for the ride and it sounds like you know you're still having a, a good time with it for the oh, most yeah. part yeah i like it so i'm glad to hear yeah. that yeah and it just kind of shows you how fast the show's moving because uh the the, the kind of the, the first uh, the original show was 64 episodes and did not implement everything and here we have 55 episodes and they want to get through everything yeah so it kind so. of shows you how 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 quickly they're moving through this exactly um but uh, I was I was thinking like maybe maybe I'll check out like the the original series. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'll just yeah, take this for the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, that, but I have yeah, that's good. Um, also, my uh, a show that I'm dropping. I'm not quite sure about Taylor, but uh, Bakuten or Backflip. The previous episode, we were just talking about how like goddamn this was like the best show of the season, and then you give a then you basically go to this episode, which is just fucking trash it's the, the, where where did Jesus. it all go wrong man you guys <laughs> okay. were just like oh so, it got so much better they showed the the you know the the wife the wife exists yeah. she's not yes. just you know yes <laughs> yeah that, that part was so good but then you get you go to this where they're um they, they're going to the tournament and they realize like to be to like to, to score higher um that they need to increase like the difficulty of their um their their routine that they do you know kind of like get graded on like mm-hmm. a higher level so they go. They basically go into that. And the thing that I hate the most in shows, especially like with sports shows, is like if you do some sort of a, if some stupid thing happens, it's like outside of like their own kind of like um, area, which is like uh, what the thing that I hate like with slime, like reincarnated as a slime. It's not the same thing, but it's like when they uh, when I was harping before about how they would like nerf the main characters because of uh, because of like that bubble. And then they still have the characters that say, like, oh, I thought you'd be stronger. It's like, motherfucker, they're in a bubble where you, like, like cut their powers by, like, three-fourths. It's like, shut the fuck. I hate that shit. Yeah. And, the, like, how the, the stupid the stupid thing that they did. Oh, and let me remind. I've only went five minutes into this show. I stopped it immediately when Dang. that shit happened. And I dropped it. Not bad. Um, it's when they, they, like, already they have, like, a, uh, they have, like, an MC character that really, I mean, he's coming from baseball. This, this, mm-hmm. this guy knows, this guy does not know much about this, this shit. And then you have another character that he's just walking in the street, reading a reading a. I mean, I knew immediately when he started walking and reading like some nonsensical thing with about like idols. I'm thinking like, this guy is somehow going to get injured. And then they basically then then of course he's walking past the bus like through a walk zone, and a moped's coming by. I was like, oh, here it is. And then you you, well you hear a crash. He didn't get hit by the moped. He dodges the moped, but in the process of dodging it, he He twisted his ankle. Yes, he twisted his ankle, which he's going to be out. Is that where you, you, you cut ties? Yep, he basically twisted his ankle, and then they said, like, oh, how long are you supposed to be out? And, and he's like, oh, two, two weeks. He's like, wait, maybe they said three weeks. And I'm thinking, oh, of course, right when the tournament's supposed to happen. And I stopped, nice. and I dropped it. 
I'm like, I hate that shit yeah. so much. It, it's just like, I just give me what the what the team can do, especially when you only have twelve or thirteen episodes of like something to show you. And like now, when you know coming to the end of the season, they're not gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be performing like 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 uh oh uh, like wounded in a sense. And I'm just mm. like, I don't want to see that. I, I wanted to see them full power. I and, see Ta- Taylor's in the chat here. Yeah. <laughs> so so you see her comment about faking the injury. Oh like my it. god, no. <laughs> I did not. I did not know he faked his injury. I stopped when I thought he injured because it was too insecure to practice. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, that just sounds okay. like it made it even worse in that regard. Yeah. It's just like a bait to a bait to just Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's like more it's basically just more drama <laughs> to make it dra- like dramatic. Okay. I I'm still not gonna pick up the show. I, I basically I dropped it and I knocked it down to like I think a four, and I'm just done with it. Um, I've given up. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop it there for Bakhtin. Uh Unless <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if Taylor, if you're planning on watching any more of it, but you know, if you do, let me know if it gets any better. Yeah, she can let us know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then now I will do my shout out for Eden Zero. Um, I haven't really talked. Uh, well, I think we. I can't remember the last time I talked about it, but I'm actually surprisingly liking the show. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not like like the crazy amazing thing, but it actually has like really good like uh, touching moments. the The last episode, actually last week, um, they dropped the title of uh, Eden Zero, where you find out that the ship that they're actually in is uh, was given Eden to. Zero. Yep, Eden Zero. Basically, it was, it's the name of their ship. It was uh, given to uh, the MC by his uh, by the by his dad, aka like the Demon Lord, which is a machine, and kind of left it in his care. And it, where he he Wait, would basically become like, uh, let's say this sorry, is the Lord in space. Yeah, which I, I never really understood if it's like, like an actual demon lord, but he's because he's like a machine. No, no, no. He they they were originally like on like the the planet that the MC was was on, but then he also went searching for Mother, which is basically like supposed to be like the god of everything. Mm-hmm. Where you know there's just rumors where there's just like this. Where it's, <laughs> the, it's like the, the one, the one piece of this series. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Where it's, it's it's supposed to be like you know, where the rumor has it that if you ever because nobody's ever met her, nobody's found her. That if you find her, that you're you'll be granted any wish you want. Which mm-hmm. you know, the dragon. No, I see just, the Dragon Ball relation. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, but so, and the thing is, yeah. But the thing is with the MC though, he says like you know he's like where he felt like he's like oh I met her or at some point, but you know, of course nobody believes him. Which I'm sure at some point somehow he he met him or her. I mean, yeah. uh, but the but anyway, his his dad uh, or the like, the demon lord never found her. So, but then but then found then then we found out that he actually found the MC, and then instead of uh, <clears throat> continuing the search, he actually went back to be you know bring him back and then just kind of raise him, and then you're kind of just finding out more of like all these like things that he left for him, um, just kind of knowing that he he may search for her one day. With like the you know the, the what comes up with like Eden Zero or the ship, and I guess like the there's a lot more meaning to the ship. You find out that it's basically controlled by uh, four other <clears throat> four other like machines or AIs, where we only know of one, and she's in she's basically in charge of the ship, can't leave the ship. Mm. But uh, anyway, though, like the the show's actually like surprisingly has like those really good like uh, kind of like feels moments. Uh, which has actually made me tear up, which I did not think that the show was going to be able to do. And, but and remind me, Sarah, and you haven't watched any of Fairy Tale, right? No, no. Okay. And I, no, I, and I mentioned that because I know we had a couple comments by by Neko on our YouTube um, episodes that we, we that we post. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked him. I remember like previous like weeks ago, I asked him, and like, do you think it 
people would benefit more um, going into the show just not watching Fairy Tale, or do you think they would enjoy it more? Uh, or do you think they would enjoy it more or less if they watched Fairy Tale prior? And then he actually mentioned that he had friends that that they they went both ways, where they oh, some watched Fairy Tale and they said that they hated hated it, but also <laughs> then, then there of course there was a like, group that liked it. The characters, man, I can't not think about like yeah. Ray and Lucy. <laughs> Yeah, which is so. I think where like where why it benefits me is because I've never watched Fairy. I think I saw maybe the first two episodes of Fairy Tale, but that was it. No, uh, no more than like that. an attachment or anything yeah. to the characters. Yeah, or the so, designs. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, this is just kind of like a clean, kind of like wash or clean slate for me, where this it feels like these are like the first time like I've actually like been introduced to these characters, which I think is why I'm appreciating the show more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm gonna just I'll continue watching it. Like so far, nothing's happened where I'm just like, oh god, this is terrible. It's it's not like uh, just dragging, with the, the names not on. dragging on like a shonen usually would. No, I, I actually think the show's get, like I mean getting better. Like how they're kind of like how their things are being um like uh, you know brought into the show. Like the you know you find out Eden Zero. I'm assuming that the ship has more of like a like a a meaning to the show than what we've known so far. Uh, the sh- and then we find out that the the ship actually has like a some sort of spring or like a bath that can bring out like ether gear. Which I don't really understand, like how, because they they first mentioned how ether, like they they mentioned that ether gear is only like in like certain, like it, not in certain people, but can only bring like be brought in or brought up like it's in a certain way. And then you find out that the the Lucy of this care of this show uh, could possibly use ether gear, is, is there and like, I don't know like, why. Is there like magic as like the battle system, or uh, how they fight? Well, well, the the main character he uses gravity. Where it basically he he can uh, in a sense like manipulate gravity like he can kind of just switch like the like if he's standing on a floor like this he could basically manipulate the gravity so he'd be all of a sudden falling like left or right okay uh, and he kind of he kind of fights like that which is pretty cool uh, is but then you find the use of gear that he does that or is it a more it's like these markings that show up kind of like where it's like like within himself okay. but the thing is I don't know so how those gears uh, how that so how that happens yet sort of magic then. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I think it has right. like some some like magic undertones. Because then they also like the 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 blonde hair guy. That's probably I, I have no idea what these guys' names are. Um, he has a he has ether gear as well, but he's he has like a mechanical ether gear where he can actually like uh put things together in a sense where the, he would just he'd be able to like redesign something by like kind of like just like touching it or like messing around with it. Because the the previous ship he was able to make it better, but now it doesn't matter because they're in zero and his ether gear doesn't work in it because i'm assuming that this ship's better than him <laughs> uh but so i don't know like so they're, they're incorporating like there's there's different ether ether gears uh there's some villain that they faced like one episode that he had wind so there's your magic maybe <laughs> all right okay. Where, uh, so i don't know it's 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 interesting for me it's uh it's definitely been like a kind of like a, a solid shonen show okay them. Yeah, if you've yeah. never, I would say if you've never watched, uh, if you've never watched Fairy Tale, you might you might actually enjoy the show more. I think. No, I mean, I didn't watch anime. I read the manga till I dropped it. So for Fairy Tale, uh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see how your opinion of the show continues to go. You know, throughout the the season and your coverage of it. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I may give it a shot. Um, I think, like I said, you know, when we were first talking about the show, like definitely the character designs just being like one for one of characters <laughs> almost from fairy tale like right it's definitely hard to get past that i think i would rather have enjoyed it if even if the personality types were very similar to 
um characters from fairy tale if like the design themselves was different then i'd be okay with that like even you know personality wise like yeah. oh that's you know nazi from fairy tale or oh that's you know this person from fairy tale but they just look i would love so, i would think i would be much so more sim- yeah. Of it. yeah yeah so yeah, which, which i think for me i'm i'm happy i didn't watch fairy tale then before the show because i think i actually do enjoy it more because of that Makes sense. Uh, but the Eden Zero, though, I'm seeing that it's 25 episodes. Yep. So Still it's not going to be as long running as I thought. <laughs> yep. Well, like, I mean, for now, but. Yeah, they can always break it. Yeah, make another season easily, I think. But. Yeah, I don't yeah know so far. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know who's a studio who's making it, but I mean, by Netflix. So Netflix could easily order more shows if they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for next, next shout out for me for this show, it'll probably be like a, it's something like a. Uh, if something like notable happens, or if it's just kind of like been a few weeks with n- nothing, and I'll just kind of give uh, I'll just give an update. I'll keep you posted. <clears throat> Sounds good. Thanks, Neko. Uh, oh, also another kind of shout out that I didn't actually put in the notes, but uh, um, dude, this season of Zombieland Saga is way better than the first season. Oh, is it? Uh, I'm, I'm still behind, yeah. so I need to catch up. Only, off. only because uh, they they they're going like <clears throat> like pretty pretty uh kind of like into these uh the characters backstories where they finally this last episode it's a two part of her backstory it's the uh the girl that's basically from back in the, the sh- like the shogun period the shogunate period oh, her, or the, yeah. the 1880s or i'm not quite sure what period that is meiji maybe is is meiji <clears throat> but yes okay yeah so basically so they're going in her backstory and it's like it's like it's pretty fucking ser- like it, it's it's pretty serious it's like you can it has like kind of like funny moments where they have like all the characters <laughs> that are in their um that they're in their idol group like as different characters from the past back then, <laughs> so kind of like a little bit of a comedy relief. But then, but the undertones though with like the actually this the the girl that they're doing the backstory of, uh, it's going to get because you know obviously you know she died at some point, and then mm-hmm. so the the first coverage was actually um some you know the, the just kind of giving like the backstory of how she got to the position that she was in, and now the second half I'm guessing is you know when shit hits the fan. And it's like I'm actually I'm just really enjoying this um, th- this season a lot more than I thought I was going to. This is also the first episode they did not have like a song that they played because you know it's back it's like a backstory, yeah. so it's they they really focused like kind of heavy on this because things are also starting to come up. I actually don't want to spoil too much more besides that, David. Like the actual the kind of like the story that's developing like in the shaft uh-huh. like in the that they keep kind of showing like bits and pieces like towards the end of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll just kind of wait and maybe, you know, we'll, we'll see if you kind of catch up, David. Okay. Was, I have uh, a quick question. It, just, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Finish. No, no, that was it. That was it. Okay. Uh, I was just going to say, because I haven't watched either of the seasons of this show, um, but is the group of like undead zombie girls that are part of this idol group, is it the same exact girls as from season one that are yep. now here in season two? Okay. Yep. So then in terms of, as you were saying, you know, this latest episode, you're starting to get the backstory of one of the characters and starting to you know r- reveal how she exactly died is yeah. this the first character of the group that you're starting to learn that information or have you learned like other characters other characters you learned yeah yep. oh okay the, Got it. but the, but the the thing is with the the previous characters though they all kind of died more recently in a sense this is the only girl i think that actually uh like, like died that far back okay uh but then but you also find out more like kind of backstory of like as the reason why like uh like uh to that like you know what was kind of going on at that time mm, and okay. i'll just kind of stay away from that so i don't spoil yeah, that for yeah, you either, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. um sorry right. no it's yeah but the the backstory with all those characters like it's uh, it's it's good 
Um, shoot, what was I, I going to I forgot. I think that was about it. But it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's worth it. It's, oh, yeah, no, sorry, but I was going to say, like, uh, yeah, like initially, they kind of, it's, it's the same group of characters, and they kind of tell you, they, they leave off kind of like in the sec, uh, at the end of the first season, they, they, they start off like what happened, like, or like what's like, like why they're in the situation that they're currently in at the beginning of the second season, like, like why it's called revenge. <laughs> so they actually oh, have like a meaning okay. for that too. So that, that's all really good too. Okay. Um, cool. But anyway. But but if you're not really into idol stuff, but or if you don't know if you really care about idol shows, I think this is like the perfect one because it has a lot of just ridiculous comedy. Uh, they're obviously idols, but it's just it's ridiculous yeah. because well, they're zombies. I, I heard the backstory <laughs> yeah. is like it was basically made by people who don't like idol anime. So, oh so really? That, well, okay. I guess it's more. I don't know. Parody was like more. It's not like the typical. It's not like meant for idol audience. It's meant for people outside of that group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really can't get in the like, normal idol ones. Like, this is probably going to be the well, only this, this, this idol where, it's, more co- it's more a comedy focus. So, yeah. yeah, like you said, it's such a yeah. unique take on the genre and ripping apart kind of the tropes. Of right, it right. For, for well, comedic purposes. Yeah, well, most like at the end of like uh, just about each episode, they always have a different song that they play. Because I know, like uh, David has mentioned before, with the first season, there was a rap the episode. Rap Fucking ridiculous, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. The animation was so, like, I don't know, the animation was just. Way nothing, over budget. <laughs> nothing will ever top the rap battle of uh, Love Snap. Hachiman. Yeah. yeah, of Hachiman. Yeah. That's yeah, rap that's... battle in anime all time. Can't change my mind otherwise. <laughs> I, yeah, I I do not disagree. <laughs> I uh, I have to basically say uh, Hachiman rapping is about as good as it gets. Uh, I do have one more show. Shout out real quick. Next yeah, Gen. Let's do it. Uh, it's, this, it's just really quick. It's more of like, you know, he's still kind of continuing uh, to go with the, he, uh, with his like very like, low percent chance of like his current route that he's going, and he, he's like currently in training where he's just getting the shit beat out of him because he's just I mean he's like he goes into the training because this is all people who have had prior experience that they're going in to be soldiers and this guy has nothing. And there's like two other characters that were introduced that you just know they're villains. At some point they're going to be villains. They they haven't said it, but they're just it's just very obvious. Mm. Um, but at this point though, I'm just gonna kind of finish off the show. Like, this show has been, like, it's definitely been the show that's all over the board for me this season. Like, where it started off really strong, it had some pretty hard hard dips. Uh, it recovered, and now it's slowly dipping again. But we'll see how it goes. Do you see the show? Well, I guess two parts. Do you, where do you think the show's gonna end off with this season? Because I remember, I think, last week when you were giving the shout-out, you were saying that the current predicament from last week's episode was that they were trying to escape from these goblins... Yeah. that were chasing after them and basically escape from the like starter town so yeah. do you still feel like now with what you were just talking about where like he's training and everything is that training to still escape the starter town or i'm i'm guessing so he thought it was like a good way to like in a sense to gain experience level up or train just because it's like the mm-hmm. like it's like um the main guy of like the town so he thought like oh i, I can do this easily but for some reason there's like uh they don't know why, but it's supposed to be like the hardest route to actually go for like, to to succeed. They don't yeah, know why. Maybe yeah, maybe. Um, that. Yeah, like all he said, like oh, training's gonna be hell. It's like okay, is there something more than that? There's got to be something more than that. <laughs> um, so I think, God, I, I really think. Well, this is I think they're gonna be like the final arc of this sh- of for this season because mm-hmm. we only have four episodes left. But it's more of like what's gonna kind of happen after that. Because they're still in the starting town. Like it sounds like it's just brutally hard to get out of the starting town. I mean, yeah. fucking. This is like the beginning town, and you're facing against orcs that are or uh, goblins that are doing like shunpo shit. 
and killing guards that are supposed to be, you know, do something. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So I, I really don't know how they're gonna kind of pull off these this the the ending of this show, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of shoutouts, but that was my last one. No, it's all good, sir. No, yeah, it's good. Shall I do it? Because we had a shorter episode, anyways. So, yeah. Uh, Justin, I don't know, you, know, you guys have anything or no? You want to shout um, out? Like I was saying, the only other show that I'm keeping up with is Mars Red. Uh, I know last week uh, I, I kind of hyped up Mars Red kind of really coming back in a strong way with what they covered and kind of uh, plot revelations. Uh, this week's episode wasn't as strong, unfortunately. Um, it, it, de- it jumped a lot from like different um, kind of content focuses and sometimes the jumps weren't the cleanest. Um, it felt almost kind of random sometimes where oh, things God. were jumping to. Um, so that was uh, a little unfortunate. Uh, I, I'll still obviously continue and complete the show at this point. Um, I think this show is just one that is really trying to take a very artistic approach to things and, and, and present itself in the form of uh, a stage play, essentially, which, you know, is really what it kind of like focuses on. Um, so it, it's definitely been a good show for something that's been different this season, I'd say. Um, so it, it definitely have points going it for that way, but there's definitely some some shortcomings for sure. But it's been it's been an enjoyable watch. There's never been any moment where I'm just like, I'm gonna hard drop this. I haven't had you know a Baku ten moment. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I found they completely changed it on me, and I had no idea. But it's still awful, and I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna hold true uh, to dropping the show. So. Yeah, that's all I got <laughs> for uh, for shoutouts this week all right yeah so we're in it here thanks for everyone for watching uh i want to thank the chat for being with us thanks guys always appreciate it yeah. thank you nora thank you tizzle thank you uh quinn aka taylor as well for joining us in yeah. chat yeah oh, i should do this early too, in this game but thanks to all the comments too always appreciate uh seeing your guys' comments yes so, please yeah. keep them coming both on the youtube so. discord here we love it yeah you guys thank you. conversations like- going when we have a lighter cast Yes. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's not always my favorite part, just reading people's comments, seeing the feedback. So, so yeah, that's thank you. Nice. Uh, yeah, for YouTube comments. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Alicia, Adam Knight. It was nice to see you back. And then also Neko as well. Yeah. So, then I want to thank the panel for joining me this week. Thanks, guys. No problem. Yeah. Always a lot of fun. fun. Hang out with you every <laughs> week. So, we'll do it again next week. And again, just a reminder, we're going to change our format uh, after spring. So, we got what, like four more? These four more weeks of spring, and then we're gonna switch, uh, change things up here. It'll still be weekly, though, so look out for that. And yeah, just look out more, more in July when things all happen. So until then, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Oh, bye, guys. Bye.